Hey there, listener. Thanks for pressing play. On this episode of the Jock and Nerd Podcast, we give you our spoiler full thoughts on the movie that brings Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, The Flash, Aquaman, and Cyborg together for the first time ever on the big screen. Of course, it's DC and Warner Brothers Justice League. You're going to get our thoughts plus a discussion and all the crazy production issues on this Whedon Snyder mashup of a movie. All in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Friday, November 17th, 2017. Whoa, this is long. Check. Check one. All right. This is really fans out there. Let's give it up. Jock and Nerd. Be funny. Disturb it. What's up, listener? Welcome. We are jocking. We are nerding. We are spoiler alerting right here, right now, on the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Jock and Nerd. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's a nerd. And he's the rug boy. What's up, rugs? What's up, dudes? How's it going? I'm back, baby. Oh, you sound a lot better. You feeling better? Got over my uh, sickness. Uh, uh, How'd you get over your sickness? What'd you use? What's the magic cure? Oh, uh, a lot of cocaine. <laughs> yeah, that usually helps. Oh, that helps a lot. <laughs> yeah, you just blast it through your system. Take off like a rocket. <laughs> That's a Deadpool. That's how Deadpool cures himself. Yeah. Uh, thanks for joining us. Ooh, I hear a jingling. Rugs, is that part he, of your, your cure? He's belly dancing. Are you? Be- are, is that the bells around your, your little felty belly? What is that? No, I don't wear bells. This is uh, ice. It's ice <laughs> clinkling in a glass. Oh, It's got a uh, clinkling. Is that clinkling. even a word? It is now. Clickling. All right. Uh, it's um, bourbon nice. and uh, ginger ale. Bourbon and it's ginger. a giant glass. Uh, I love it. I love it. This yeah. is going to be the cocktail hour of Jock and Nerd Podcast cocktail hour version. Yeah, if you hear that, just because I'm drinking. Le- and like a uh, mental note, listener, let's see how shitty rugs gets by the end of the show. I won't get that bad. I'm only having <laughs> this one drink. Jock and Nerd. That's okay. what they all say. That's how just it one. starts. That's how it starts. Hey, if you are a first time listener, thanks for checking us out. I don't know how you got here, how you stumbled here, but we're glad you did. This is the show that gives you comic book and superhero TV and movie related news. News reviews and the occasional interviews every week. Subscribe. Uh, check out jogginner.com for all the ways to subscribe. Uh, and this show, uh, there's a lot of news that w- we haven't talked about in a while because we've been doing review after review. It's been great. This show, no news because we're going to focus on the pop culture monstrosity uh, fascination that is the Justice League movie. Get we can be heroes. We can be heroes. Come Just together. Just one day. Just one day. All that heavy-handed bullshit. Boy, this is, it's a movie, but it's so much more. This is something that will be studied years later in film class. Uh, f- really? Yes. The, just the the surroundings. The Because you, we'll get into it. It's amazing. It's an amazing thing. Uh, but if you are new, check out our last show. Uh, where we did our Thor Ragnarok review. That was lots of fun. Lots of things going on this month. 
Uh, we got a lot of review after review. It's been lots of fun. Before we get to Justice League, though. Really? Has it been lots of fun? I've been having fun. I always have fun. Look, yeah. Last week was not fun for me. No, I no. just did it for you. Thank you, Ruggs. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate you powering through he that. You did it for that little boy out in Indonesia that stumbled upon our show. Yeah, yes, for the for the new person to our, our Jock and Nerd Facebook group, uh, which I will mention in a little bit. But, Anthony, look, last episode you started out talking about you had a little – sometimes we have Jock news. You mentioned a GSP, uh, George St. Pierre coming out of retirement fighting. Sure. That spurred a question from Twitter from listener Verum Libertas on Twitter. He's got a question for the jock. He asks, wondering what the jock's thoughts are on Conor McGregor jumping into the cage at Bellator. How long should he get suspended for? I honestly, I have no idea what he's talking about. All right. So Conor McGregor had a, one of his uh, teammates fighting, I think in Ireland. Um, and he won by knockout and, Connor immediately jumped into the cage and like tackled his teammate to congratulate um, him to congratulate him. Okay. And the referee had not ruled yet if the fight was over because (laughs) it like ended at like right at the same time as the bell. So there was a lot of confusion. Yes. And basically uh, the referee was like, Hey, get out. Like it's not over. And Connor went just crazy and wanted to like fight the referee and like uh, the guy that was knocked out was like getting stumbled upon by oh, the referee. Oh no! And, and he's Connor. getting was, trampled. So he just yeah, he just so causes like, chaos for no there reason. There was a big situation where the guy that's hurt isn't being isn't able to get medical attention because oh, Connor's shit. going insane. Yeah. So yeah, it was a, quite a situation. Holy shit! Sounds like a dust up right there. Yeah, it was. I mean. It was something where if it was anyone else but Conor McGregor, they would probably be suspended. But the way the fight business is, the more money you bring in, the more you can leeway get you get. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so he, um, he's not going to get suspended or no, any kind of no, slap on the no. wrist, anything. A he fine. might get a slap on the wrist. But first off, it was in Ireland. There really isn't an athletic commission there. Mm. So, And secondly... No athletic commission. The the way athletic commissions work in the states is they're trying to make money, right? So if Conor McGregor, a Conor McGregor fight gets proposed in your city, your bottom line is to make money. You're there. You're not there to be the most moral person ever. So you're not going to be like, "Hey, Conor, go away," because you were an asshole. Mm. You're going to be like, "You're going to bring the state a lot of money." I mean, for example, Floyd Mayweather was able to delay jail time yeah. in Nevada. Yeah. To have one of his fights because because they're going to profit from the fight. They were like, going to profit wait, from the fight. That's right. cool. We can wait. Uh, but we'll wait, we'll wait. Bellator yeah. is like a completely. It's not a it's UFC. Like a UFC rival. Oh. But they're not that. They're not. They're not even close to the okay. UFC. So it wasn't even UFC. So like uh, no, it wasn't. He's just fucking fucking things up. Crazy. Nah, Irish Bellator man. is probably like psyched that he's even at the event. Yeah. 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 No, Bellator he, put out because the the event was wasn't live in the US. They you know because. The time difference so they this all happened and bellator like put out um stuff on social media where Con- they're like check out connor going crazy so they're loving they put this out these that yeah. clip of him jumping in the cage and going nuts so and to use it to promote their event later that night that they were going to air on tv so they, yeah, thing, they were loving it best thing that could happen to bellator apparently he slapped one of the bellator officials oh, as well shit. i thought bellator was a person for some reason uh, i am yeah, mr bellator a, a fighting i'm george george bellator nice to meet you uh, all right. Well, it sounds like a Godzilla monster. Yeah, like Godzilla yeah, versus yes, Bellator. Yes. yes. Ramadan versus Bellator. Yes. 
All right. All whoa, right. That's well, a deep, deep, deep cut. That's, a, that's, a, that's deep a deep cut. cut. There you yeah. go. At Verum Libertas on Twitter. Uh, you you go. got what you wanted. Thanks very much for writing in. Let's get to this fucking movie, people. The Jock, Jock and Nerd Podcast. Fuck off. <laughs> if you guys want to tweet <laughs> at us, get in touch with the show, visit jockandnerd.com slash contact. You'll find our Twitter or Facebook email, SpeakPipe. There's an old school voicemail line you can call and a link to our Facebook group, uh, at which we get new people coming in all the time. Uh, I want to shout out to latest member this week, Andrew Sittempole, uh for uh, joining the group. Welcome to the party, pal. Uh, glad to have you. Also, check out jockanerd.com slash about. It's our about page. It has uh, all the ways you can subscribe to the show. It's got other shows we've been on, uh, and it also has our bios. Uh, it's got a very lengthy and uh, awesome rug boy bio. You read it. I swear I read it, and it was like I was reading a comic book, like I saw a whole illustrated comic strip to Rugboy's well, bio. You know what it's good for? It's yes. like if a dude like has no idea what the fuck Rugboy is, exactly. you can just learn about it right there. It explains everything. It, that bio, I was <laughs> you played the the opening to our show and yeah. you might be able to hear me go, that's long. Ah, I was looking ah. at his bio. No, I thought it was my dick. Oh, I thought you were yeah. looking at the filthy penis. <laughs> no, no, not at, all. not at all. Not only is his bio long, it's got quite a bit of girth to it, too. It's, yeah. a, it's, it's very, a very impressive bio there. Very well-rounded bio. Very well-rounded bio. Just don't take it out uh, in front of people when they don't want you to. Uh, you'll be fine. Okay. Justice League, people. We've all just seen Justice League. It's a quick turnaround. The movie came out today. It's Friday, November 17th. We saw it yesterday on the preview Thursday. Uh, of course, first appearance of the Justice League in the comic books, 1960. Brave and the Bold, number 28, created by Gardner Fox. And I guess Gardner was just the guy who had the idea to put all these characters together because they were all, you know, they're created by their own individual creators. But... Uh, predates the Avengers, I believe, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and DC, uh, our motto is here, DC does it first, Marvel does it better. It's kind of what it's happens. pretty much uh, ironclad. <laughs> it's kind of what happens mm-hmm. uh, between the two companies. Now, look, here's we're going to we're gonna run our review the way we usually do, we, where we talk about some of the facts ahead, uh, box office, and then, you know, opening thoughts, what we like, what we didn't like. But this movie is like, there is, you could write a thesis about the production process and the, the creation of this shared universe DC Warner Brothers has been trying to do that culminates in this movie. Like, the stuff that happens around the movie is uh, unfortunately way more entertaining than the movie, than the product. The product becomes inconsequential in this case. So quick bullet points. Road to the Justice League. Zack Snyder kicks off the DCEU with Man of Steel in 2013. By the way, DCEU, unofficial title. Nobody there calls it that. Just us nerds. It's kind of funny. In 2014, they announced Justice League, but they announced it as two parts initially. Remember that? There was going to be Justice League two-parter. That's kind of scrapped. <laughs> Did they forget <laughs> that's about- kinda, it? That's weird because it's it's scrapped, but when we get to the end credit, yes. it feels like they are doing that, but they haven't announced or it. Or they squished the two parts and trimmed it down to one fucking no, thing. No, but I'm saying that that end credit yeah, scene yeah. is definitely a teaser for- For something. It could be so a teaser. Something to face the and, Justice League. And we'll get to that. It could be, But it could be a teaser for any fucking thing, really. It's so wide yeah. open. Uh, so then in 2016, Batman vs. Superman released. 
Meanwhile, Zack Snyder is in pre-production for Justice League, and now he's seeing the vitriol. He's seeing the divisiveness. He's seeing the hate. He's seeing this movie just get ripped apart. Well, not only that, DC, W Warner Brothers DC is seeing this and making him not only change things in his production, but they're rapidly changing things in Suicide Squad yeah, to yeah. make it more like Guardians. Yeah, they're flailing around all over the place. And, it, you know, if you've heard our previous reviews of these, these Warner Brothers movies, they're, it's all very reactionary. Everything they do is not like a planned roadmap from the beginning. It's in reaction and a restructuring and a course correction. But it's all very haphazard. And it all always seems to be done very last minute, sloppily, just slapped together. Yes. Sure. Uh, in May of this year... Zack Snyder and Deborah Snyder, who's his wife and the producer, completely step away from the production to deal with his daughter's suicide that happened two months earlier. Now, at this point, they tell us before this, they told us Joss Whedon was hired to write a couple of scenes and reshoots. Apparently, there's also at this point, and correct me if I'm wrong, but at this point, people have seen the movie. Yes. And deemed it unwatchable. Yes, correct. <laughs> and it was coming in, and the cut was coming in at like two hour, 40 minutes yeah. plus. It was probably a close to a three hour movie. So they're telling us Whedon's just here just to write a couple of rewrites. Well, once he steps away, Joss Whedon has to finish the reshoots and finishes the movie. Uh, how much he actually did, we're going to get into because it's very interesting what happens. Following that, during the reshoots, Henry Cavill is growing a mustache for Mission Impossible 6, so his producers will not allow him to shave his mustache for the movie. Meaning it needs to be digitally removed at a huge cost to the budget. Final nail in the coffin, the, uh, Kevin Sujihara, CEO of Warner Brothers, mandates this movie has to be two hours long, not one minute, second more, please. Uh, and then coming in, as the week the movie comes out, the Rotten Tomato score is delayed. It's withheld. It's leaked. The post credit scenes are leaked. And the reviews come out. And then we end up at the actual release of this thing that's been going on for five years that we've been talking about. So such a fucking crazy yeah, build up crazy story. production, Cra crazy production you know, uh, and, and marketing. Yes. You know, and reportedly the budget is now north of $300 million. We don't actually have any numbers from anywhere. It's so, probably somewhere around that, maybe a little bit more. That's which is insane. Insane. Are you <laughs> oh, fucking shit. shitting me? Give me $300 million. It does not look like $300 million now, on screen. We'll get into that. Uh, so, in terms of uh, the franchise, this is the third Zack Snyder movie in this universe, the fifth. DC extended universe movie. Nobody calls it that. Except us. <laughs> Except us. Now, we just talked about Rotten Tomatoes was delaying the reviews, and uh, it would seem as if the studio, you know, was unconfident and were forcing them to hold it back, which may or may not be the case. Their excuse was that they were wanted people to watch some shitty web show called See It, Skip It. So that was the big get was like, we're not going to reveal it. We're going to reveal it on the show. The fucking thing leaks and it starts to drop. Like at one point it was like 49%. And then I remember that day checking in and it kept going down like every hour. Currently, Tomatometer, 39%. Oh, shit. Average, what, about the, what about the real score? What's real that? score, average rating 5.3 out of 10. 
That makes so, more sense. That sounds about right. Wait, just <laughs> right in the mediocre middle. Uh, let's look at Metacritic, because I'm starting to think Metacritic is a little more accurate. We'll get into the whole Rotten Tomatoes deal, because it's just shady to begin with. Metacritic gives it a 46. Ooh. Is that that's out of 100? Yes, that is out of 100. Ooh. So that's even lower than the average score on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, now, what User I, score, 7.3. On uh, Metacritic? Metacritic, yeah. yeah. Look, whatever you think about Rotten Tomatoes, whether critics, it doesn't matter what they think, whether the RT number is uh, is is worth anything. Rotten Tomatoes sells fucking tickets. And the fact that they're owned by Fandango, which is owned jointly with stakes by Universal and Warner Brothers, two movie studios. All this is very incestual and very comfy, cozy, and it's just very shady. One thing, Rotten Tomatoes does um, promote the wrong number. Yes. But... <laughs> You can't say it doesn't matter when studios will market on rotten on their DVDs exactly. and on their Blu-rays that certified fresh. I mean, let's, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't do that unless they thought it mattered. Let's be honest. Rotten Tomatoes that was just supposed to be an aggregator really has the power to make or break a movie. I don't in think this the movie age. studios like believe in Rotten Tomatoes. They just use it when they it's use convenient it. for right. them. them. Absolutely. Yeah. And when it's not, they try to suppress it and they try to hide it. So which one is it going to be? Uh, which way are you going? I think I'm just going to look at the Metacritic scores uh, from now on. Well, now I, that we no. know how to decipher it, yeah. you should be able to come up with like a an idea of what it should be. So I, I, I like looking at I like looking at the average critic rating. Yeah, yeah. Now and, and at the end of the day, I think most people just pick a couple critics that they really enjoy and trust, and they look at their reviews because sometimes they write very well and can explain things and make you think about. There was things. a thing that recently came out by uh, this guy who writes for Forbes and writes reviews. Apparently, he found he went in to log into his Rotten Tomatoes account and found that someone had posted a review already. Uh, that he didn't know was posted and the fact that remember we said that video said that the the reviewers get to say if it's rotten or fresh that mm. turns out that's not the case uh there are times when they, where they automatically uh assign the, the fresh or not despite what the reviewer wants there's, this could be a whole nother discussion. Yeah, I'm just saying, check our Twitter. I retweeted something by this guy, Mark. Uh, shenanigans. He posts very good evidence about shenanigans. So I thought that was interesting. Anyways, uh, that's a whole separate podcast. Uh, looking at the box office, like we said, this movie just it opened officially tonight. We don't really have any solid uh, numbers. We can look at the Thursday preview. Uh, Anthony, you pulled up the numbers. What would it make on Thursday? Around 13 million. So sounds like a good number, and it is. Compares favorably to the Wonder Woman, which put out 11 million. 11 million. But it's behind Thor, yeah. which had 14.5 million. Here's the more concerning numbers, though. Well behind the 20.5 million that Suicide Squad had, and even more behind the Batman v Superman 27.7 million. Jeez, BVS made 27 million on Thursday. That's, that's crazy. That's a half. That's crazy. <laughs> you would think this movie that has that. You think it has, has all of those guys. Yeah, it should be double. Should have been a 50 million. Clearly, 
Uh, everyone's expectations are lowered. I don't know what happened going into this. A lot this of stank going on. There, there was a lot. There was just a lot as much hype. A year, yeah, a year, a stank. Interestingly, Wonder Woman. Uh, they made eleven million. That went on to a hundred and three million dollar opening. Woman. Wonder Woman ended up having legs. Yeah, what, what, Batman Superman came out in the summer though, didn't it? Yes, that was. I think no, that, no, that, it was that, March. That, it, March. Well, it was like the first movie of the year, and this is a November release. Yeah, it's a different different time for it's sure. It's not quite. It's not. It's not on a holiday weekend. Yeah, it's no. still like not a holiday yet. So they're no. estimating this so thing could things. this there's thing could do one hundred ten to one hundred fifty million opening weekend. Here's the thing, though. It, like, another great article from Forbes saying that this movie really doesn't even need to make money for Warner Brothers because they it comes out late in the year. What? Because of they've had so much good success already with Wonder Woman, with their other movies, mm. that they could take a loss on this and it really wouldn't hurt them because they're already good for the year. Especially this thanks quarter. to yeah. Wonder Woman for this quarter. So I don't even think they needed to make money. I don't even think they cared. It's kind of like, and we'll get into this. They, it just had to be made. It had to be put out there. Mm. And uh, we'll get into I it. I know what they did. Sidebar, uh, Thor is now uh, made uh, 225 domestically uh, and 665 worldwide. I'm just looking at the numbers. 14 days. And at least domestically, I didn't think... Thor had a chance of beating Justice League. And right. now I think it will. So Thor was 122 opening weekend, 255 yeah. domestic in, in, in two weeks. Let's see. And I think it was number one two weeks in a row. So I don't know if this movie's going to have legs, people. I, don't. I, feel, I mean, if you believe in hype, I mean, Thor had the hype. And this one doesn't yeah, seem Thor to have the hype. Yeah, Thor has way more hype. There's so many people like just gushing their pants. Yeah. And anecdotally, I mean, I talked to like a couple people that saw Thor and Justice League already that are, are pretty casual. Yeah. Um, not to like spoil what we're going to th- say, but everyone t- has been like, man, Thor's funny. Yeah. I love Thor. Yeah. Justice League, yeah. eh, okay. Speaking of spoilers, here's our spoiler alert. Let's spoil some shit, Batman. Okay, opening thoughts. Who wants to start? Uh, again, here's the thing. We're going to get into later, you know, all the things that happened, the reshoots. All we have to go off is the movie we're given, but watching the movie we're given, it's like, it's so obvious that this thing is a Frankenstein uh, piece of art and you can't help but wonder what it was <laughs> and what else there was. But- well, you want to know something? It's like, I- I'll give this as a positive. Okay, you go first, Rob. It was Opening less, thoughts. I thought it was going to be a complete mess uh-huh. because, and here's my train of thought, is that Batman versus Superman was such a fucking mess and that was from one director. Yeah. Right. So I was like, this is going to be a fucking super mess. Yeah. But it actually works better than Batman versus Superman. Mm-hmm. It makes more sense. And it's more the plots driven in and the plots carried out, you know, step by step and and makes sense. Um, there is a lot of tonal shifts, though, mm-hmm. in this. And there's a lot of definitely times where you can even tell that there's a different director, uh, you know, with the lighting and the way that it's directed, art directed and everything. Yep. So. Yep. It sticks out like a sore thumb, and um, it's just crazy. So I thought it was going to be a bigger mess than it was. All right, very good. Anthony, opening thoughts? Uh, you know that 5.3 out of 10 is probably what I would rate it? Yeah. Which means it was just okay. Definitely better than Batman versus Superman. Although if, I, I feel like if you're a big fan of BVS, I don't know if you would necessarily like this yeah. movie. Yeah. Because this movie is a complete 180. Yeah. Especially in some of the, the way they described superman's presence in the prior films yeah it's one of those movies where i I came out of it and i was like they don't do anything terrible (laughs) 
but they don't do anything amazing either. There's nothing that ever stands out. Yeah. And I can't help but compare it to Avengers because it's the same thing. And everything that happens in this movie, I've seen before and I've seen it done better. Mm-hmm. I'll agree with that 100%. Mm-hmm. But this is the thing that um that was great about this. And there's only one caveat to this, but I'm sitting in the theater and I'm watching this and all of these great, you know, paragons of, of DC comics are on screen together yeah. at the same time. Yes. And you're waiting for this moment this whole time. And it's there. Yeah. And they're there. Yeah. And, you know, they look pretty cool. Like, you know, with I, I don't like Flash's costume. I'll get into that later. But like, they all kind of, and, and so it that in, in and of itself is like the crowning achievement that they've got all these people up on one screen and they're fighting and doing cool stuff. Has it been done better? Yes, in the tons of other movies, yep. it's been done yep. better, but not with these iconic characters. So it's kind of like a, an accomplishment, but it's kind of like as soon as you ra- uh, rate it against something else, it just automatically drops in its value. One more thing about the Avengers comparison, yeah. It really does hurt that Avengers was so successful. Yeah. Because they, they got there first. Yeah. So when you and then when you throw in Justice League and it's not it's it's a lot of the same story beats, it's the same guy directing it. Yeah. It's the same kind of uh MacGuffin, same kind of villain. Yep. Alien invasion. Yep. Team doesn't get along and now <laughs> they gotta get together. Like yes. it's all the same story beats. But I walked out of Avengers and I was just happy just yeah. like wow yeah. i saw yeah. like that was amazing i walked out to justice league and i was like okay yeah like as rug boy stated uh, in when we were texting each other well that was a movie <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> it was a, movie. Yeah. a movie whereas bvs to me i was like this is not even a movie this is just a bunch of scenes like butted up against the, each other yeah so it works better than it works than better that. yes yes it's like a long music video well when you start when you do flashbacks within flashbacks yes yeah. yes yeah. so that was my my initial thought was I'm just comparing this right to, to Batman versus Superman and I thought it was gonna be a lot worse I thought it was gonna be a bigger train wreck I was kind of pleasantly surprised i actually kind of liked it in the end they are they start to take themselves a little less seriously uh it's a comic book come to life and despite the fact that all of these characters deserve way better movies yes just the sheer novelty of seeing them on the big screen together fighting together helping each other with like in these iconic uh compositions uh, it was, you know, they didn't completely shit the bed. And then later it occurred to me, I was like, I enjoy this. Like one enjoys like a B movie or like an episode of a cartoon or like a straight, like this is a straight to DVD movie. The word I would use is adequate. It's yeah. adequate. It's media. It's, it's adequate. It does. It does. the. It does what it's supposed it to do, do exactly. but it, it doesn't elevate anything. Mm-hmm. It doesn't give you yes. anything new. Yes. Like you haven't seen everything that you've seen in Wonder Woman and, and in, and in uh, Batman versus Superman, you've seen Wonder Woman do already. Yes. Yes. You know, you, you've seen, you've seen Batman do the same shit better in Batman versus Superman. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're not really getting anything new. You've seen flash better on TV. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like Flash looks better and his powers look cooler on the television show. Oh, uh, yeah. And the character is not as annoying. Uh, but it, what you said, Ruggs, is absolutely right. It does what it needs to do. It gives you something fun, something entertaining, something uh, very uh, lighthearted. But it's sweeping up the Zack Snyder shit and kind of building yeah. a little pathway towards a hopeful DC, which is what we've been bemoaning about this whole time. Yeah. 
Uh, and so it does that, but it barely does that. It does the very minimal it needs to do that. By the same token, like the people that were coming out of Thor, like with their dicks hard and like bragging how great that movie was. Yes. Like if you you can't come out of this movie with with that kind no. of no, that you can't no. Like if you're bragging about this movie, you're really like an idiot. And you know this <laughs> this you're right. This, like you oh, like yeah. if you come out of this if you come out of this movie like yeah motherfuckers yeah Marvel that's how you do it. No, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No. Like I'll tell no. you what it, it made me appreciate the comedy in Thor a little bit more. Uh, after you know, watching this, I was like, wow, Thor is actually pretty funny." <laughs> well, you want to know something? I had the opposite effect. Oh, really? I, I was like, I appreciate that this movie's playing it straight. It's just, it's the script is horrible, but like, at, at least it's trying to do service to these characters. Yes, like, and not. And then there was comedic breaks here and there, and I found them annoying sometimes. But uh, yeah. this movie's too short, and I hate to say that about any Snyder movie. I know. Isn't that weird? I actually thought the cut down, uh, I don't know, it could use a little bit more. At first, I thought it was helping the movie. Because you never saw, I, I'm all over the place. We got to you got to. Let's gotta start with in. what we liked. Like, let's just yeah. start there. Look, finally, what we just said, some joy and some some jokes. Uh and 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 this is you know Henry Cavill smiling a little thing like that, uh, and I thought this Superman in the very small amounts he's in was like the most hopeful, positive Superman, like very a lot closer to the there's Superman. A, there's a line where he goes, he figures out what's going on, and yeah. the first thing he says is, "What can I do to help?" Yes, like that's that's yes. that's great. That's, that's that's that should be how Superman, Superman is. Even like the suit, as weird as it was, it it's was colored. brighter. It's, it's brighter. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, it looks like shit. Yeah. But it's it, brighter. Yeah, but it's it is brighter. brighter. <laughs> and I, I, I appreciated a lot of the color in. You know, there's a little more color. So that's a little. Bit, I don't think that like. having brighter colors makes a better Superman. To be honest with you. No, but it doesn't help that his suit looks like it's covered in dirt. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I would. Uh, I would throw so things we liked. It it makes the the story, although as you said, it, it if you think about it, it's literally kind of a nothing story. Yeah. At least it's forward moving, and and the plot doesn't really stagger at all. It's a movie. <laughs> it's a movie that actually <laughs> is a movie. It's pretty tight. Yeah. It's it's very tightly done. Like you know, you start out the movie with Batman in a great scene. By the way. For some reason, it was filmed so dark you couldn't t- t- see shit. But I mean, like, you like that backflip he did in the beginning. Yeah, I, li- I liked it I'd until they. It. I, I liked it until they slow mode it. Yes, yeah, that was annoying. <laughs> but I liked that the the beginning yeah. of, of that yeah, yeah, scene where he's demon. like shooting him. Yeah. Where, no, where he's shooting him and he hits the water tower and it leaks water. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then he and he he can't kind of see Batman. Yeah. He's yeah. kind of like moving really quick and stealthily. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. I was like getting. I'm like, I was like, oh, this is be cool. Yeah. And then the parademon comes and I was like, oh, well, they're getting to that really quick now. Yeah, like, all right, I mean, they're fucking. Yeah, yeah. This is like the the Justice League War, the New Fifty Two. How that mm. all started? It started it right with away Batman. with Batman yeah. and Parademons. And I thought it was kind of interesting. Like they explain, they smell fear. He was baiting the Parademon. But I was like, what the fuck? What are these things? They're around, and uh, you know, the, and then it self destructs. Uh, I it uh, clearly added. I think that was added later because two scenes later. Uh, Bruce Wayne has a beard for some reason, and uh, how much time was between these scenes? He didn't have a beard in the beginning. Well, he, he says, "I gotta go north." Yeah, but yeah. it took him six months. Uh, he's fucking yeah, Bruce he, Wayne. He flies Did a he private walk jet there? there in two minutes. Yeah, he's like, you know what? I I could get a jet, but I'm just gonna hoof it. Yeah, I'm just gonna take a horse. <laughs> I uh, I don't think Jason Momoa had much to do, but I did. 
kind of enjoy the direction they're taking with Aquaman. I wasn't completely turned off with Dirtbag Aquaman. I kind of liked him. I kind of. My only, my only criticism of that is that I want to see more of him. Right. That's well. He was. I think he was. All he was asked to do was, "Hey, go be cool. Yeah. Just be the coolest guy on. Take your shirt off for the trailer, and we're good. Yeah. Yeah. Just go. Oh yeah, my man. My man. Yeah. I mean, just like a bat. I liked. You know, the one moment where he's sitting on her lasso and starts really. That's a great moment. That's That's pretty good. That is is pure Whedon. Actually. No, I think that was in the original. That was in the original. It was slightly adjusted by Whedon. Mm. That's one of the things that Josh did not. I think they threw the Wonder Woman part in there. Mm. But I think they had him be like this is this is like the genius of Josh Whedon. So. Snyder has just Aquaman bitching how he hates everybody. Yes. All right. But Whedon was smart enough to throw in a little. What if little, he's like, sitting on the lasso? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> what if he's sitting on the lasso and they threw the, the Wonder Woman line? In yeah. There. What was the Wonder Woman line? Where he, he thinks that Wonder Woman's hot. Oh, yeah. It's like, you, you're gorgeous. <laughs> and yeah. then she pulls that. Yeah. So that originally. Because you could tell that her reaction is not appropriate. Right. For like right. what he said. Yeah. No, it's uh, it that was one of the things that was originally in the script. And we didn't tweak that. I'll also throw in that. Although I don't think she's as good in this as she is in Wonder Woman. Yeah. The tonal shift to kind of incorporate Wonder Woman more yeah. and make her the de facto leader by the end of it is, is well-deserved. Yeah. And they kind of retcon the whole thing from uh, a herb mythology to incorporate. That's the weird part. It was so like meta aware of how popular wonder woman was. They were like, we're just going to show you this again. Here's some more of wonder woman's greatest hits. But I, I liked her. I liked her reasoning about, of like where she's like, I, I don't want to be a leader because I don't want to ask people to die for me. And she had to battle with that. So there's a little bit of depth there. Yeah. Uh, you get some stuff and she looked great. And she just, she pretty much did, you know, she did, didn't have that much to do, but she just did what she did in Wonder Woman. I just gotta say she does look great, but man, you can tell this movie was directed by men. And they, the way <laughs> yeah. they film her. Yeah. <laughs> always ass shots. She has cleavage Oops. hanging out. Well, they, they, took, of they took out a couple of ass shots. Yeah. But there could have been, I bet there was probably more of with well, sex. Snyder's cut the was probably film. like ass shots yeah. galore. Yeah. 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 <laughs> there was also not to t- side tangent this too much, but I was looking for it in the film. Yeah, apparently the way they dress the the Amazonians was quite different in this it's, film than the last one. It, it was yes. more skimpy. It was skimpier in this film, but uh, look, these like uh, there's an article I shared from Screen Rant. They got they had CrossFitters athletes in this, like people who were like I had no problem. They said themselves like I had no problem. I was actually kind of proud to show my physique because I worked so hard on it. Uh, and, and she even goes, she goes, I don't think they would need as much armor cause they are, they're superhuman. They're Amazonian. They're super strong and nobody gets uh, that close. They don't portray them as superhuman. No, but it's like a little bit. Yeah. Wonder Woman's the only superhuman out of those. That's, that's a good point. No, who, who I will else? disagree. Well, you, because, you brought up the point. One can't even lift this fucking horse off yeah, their ass. Yeah, well, yeah. they just had those two bitches holding up that wall. <laughs> That's true. Those two bitches were holding that wall. And they were holding up that. They were like She-Hulk. Oh, yeah. And they were yeah. holding up that wall, yeah. like that gigantic thing. Like that, oh, okay. that thing weighs like thousands of pounds. Yeah. That, so then there's an inconsistency in the well, exactly. <laughs> exact amount. Yeah. Okay. Oh, cool part. Yeah. I really enjoyed that they had like the age of heroes prior. And they were fighting Steppenwolf back in the day. Yeah. I thought that was awesome. I like the whole flash. The flashbacks. There's a lot of Easter eggs. Yeah, there was so much. You could see the Amazonians, the Atlanteans. Um, You saw a Green Lantern. There's a lantern. 
You Game saw. Over. I think you, you saw, saw Zeus. the ring yes. fly off after yes. he got yes. killed. Yes, and you see Steppenwolf look at it, and you see that's Zeus. That's you see the new gods or yes. the old gods. I'm sorry. Yep. yep. Um, I think you see humans. I think you see King Arthur. Yes, because that's yeah. the uh, army of man. Yeah. Was like all the Knights of Camelot. That dude. I think there's a ton, shit ton of Easter eggs that if uh, you slow that yeah. down. Yeah. There's also Ares is in there at one point. Uh, that I thought it was the dude. I thought it was Gerard Butler from 300. It looks like Ari, uh, Zeus, but that was Zeus. Man, I, I was know. like, but there was a lot of cool stuff. I, li- I like that there's a history of them all working together yes. in the past. But like, it's, uh, yeah. And then the MacGuffin boxes are all split up and you see where they are and stepping. You got to see boom tubes. I thought that was kind of cool. It added up. It added more depth to the universe. But isn't that like a boom tube from, is is that, is Steppenwolf a herald of uh, Darkseid? I thought they were his, 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 his uncle or his nephew. Like they're, okay. they're related. He's his uncle in the comics. Yeah. And this, I think they have him being his nephew. All right. So he's supposed to be like a new god or something. I don't know. They, he's a, yeah, they, he's a, they, he well, wants to be a new god. Here's the thing. If you're not like a comic book reader and you saw this, like you don't know what the fuck's going on. Like, yeah. They mentioned Darkseid once. Nobody would know. They don't really explain why he's doing what he's doing or give him a reason just right. out of just because. What else, what was, else good? was good? Uh, what do you think of the uh, cast? I actually, so Cyborg. Let's talk about Cyborg for a second. I think he was a pleasant surprise. I, I think he was. Mm. Early on, I really hated the low poly fucking design of the suit. I was like, no, I still hate the suit. I don't suit. like the design of him at all. I just like the guy. He was good. But I I, the, I thought Ray Fisher did a really good job. Again, mm. just like Aquaman, I kind of wanted to see more. I wanted to know more about him. Apparently, Cyborg they knows everything. Stuff. You know, he's ready. He knows everyone's secret identity. He can access everything. But I liked how the suit kept adapting every day. And like by the end, you yeah. saw it change into more of a chest uh, shield thing on his chest. And I was like, Oh, that's, it looks that's a little how he was drawn in the comics. Yeah. So I would, yeah. I'll say that I'll have to disagree. I found him to be really boring. I, wow. Well, I mean, they didn't I give felt like there was a lot of pain behind what he was. Yes. In, in, yeah. They in, were going for like the monster underneath. Yeah. But he was doing a lot of like under the surface acting there. There was, it, yes, and yes, it, yes, worked. Yes. it seemed to work. You, you saw his yeah. stillness. It was, I don't know. Some people say it, it wasn't like, like wooden, it was just there was he's clearly like, even though he has all this shit on his face, he could he was still giving you the impression that there's a lot going on. I agree. I I I, I thought that you could see the pain and anguish and conflict, even though he just stands around pulling things apart for most <laughs> most of the movie. Uh, but uh, the tray the hoodie kind of like a Trayvon Martin thing. Like there were so many things they could have touched on that this movie doesn't really want to touch on or doesn't have time to touch on. Um, did we did we like the tone of this movie? I know there's a ton of tonal shifts, but overall, they overall, were, they, they, were I, they were running towards the let's have fun. Yes. I did because I feel like that the experience that I got from this was like reading a Justice League comic yes, book. Yes, it was serious enough because the, they're even though the the plot was completely dog shit, like. At least they treated it seriously, like something bad is happening and we all have to do something about it. I, but I didn't really get the like large stakes and like it seems no, smaller because because of the story yeah. was moving so fast. Yeah, yeah. It didn't have you didn't have time Very to build rushed. anything. But if this like, you know, I kind of uh, I, I my my dream was always like Zack Snyder action with Joss Whedon character dialogue. It, they got close to it working and balancing. But if this is like a direction for them, but I, you know, Snyder, who knows when he's going to do another movie. Um, I did like the eventual tone because I it, did like the tone as well. Yeah. I think there it's the right direction. It's just, it was very jarring for me knowing that man of steel, Batman V Superman. And this was like kind of Zack Snyder's trilogy. Yeah. And 
I don't think he had this in mind for his tone. No. So it was, it was a bit jarring well, for me at that's first. That's another thing I liked. Is this is probably the least Zack Snyder movie he's ever made. What do you guys think? There's still a lot of. I mean, I'll tell you where he's got his his stamp is all over that 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 fight on Themyscira. That's a whole. Zack Snyder thing. That whole scene was all Zack Snyder. Uh, where Steppenwolf and, attacks. The, yeah, and, gets and the it's box. one of the best scenes in the whole movie. It's, I hate to not, say, it's not bad. Yeah, it's visually great. That little like fo- passing the football along, and you think oh, yeah, that they that for, for a second yeah. they got they got it. They're yeah. they're, they're gonna get away, get away yeah. and then all of a sudden it just comes to, crashing down. And then for some reason the Amazon can't lift a horse. But like I know and, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but like uh, like uh, it was cool. That whole scene was like it got my blood pumping a lot. Yeah, it was, it, it was yeah. a unique way to to like where they're they're tossing around way, like a football. That scene was way better than that scene in the fucking sewer or whatever the fuck that that was, and it was way better than the ending of the movie. I think that that that's I think there's two scenes that were were pretty good, and the Superman coming to life scene was cool, and uh, the, the that the mascara scene to me were the 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 best action scenes. The action scenes in this are like forgettable this, for the most yeah, part. Yeah. So those are the ones I remember the most. The the Superman scene where he's fighting them, I did somewhat enjoy, um, just because I like seeing the heroes fight each other, and that was a, and a, not a unique way, but a way to get them to do that. Where he Superman's just kind of crazy for a little bit. Yeah, I specifically liked, although it's not really earned because there's not been any prior Flash films, so he's not. You don't really know that he thinks he's the fastest guy, but. I did enjoy when Flash is running around Superman and they cut to Superman being able to track him and cut to Flash and Flash is like, what the fuck? Yeah, like he's in the Speed Force with him. That, yeah. well, that was just, kind of neat. Just as fast yeah. as him. And yeah. like they do like a slow motion. That's the thing. Zack Snyder would have loved, like I'm surprised he didn't do a Flash movie because every time he goes in the Speed Force, everything is slow-mo. He can fucking blow his slow-mo load on the Flash and it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the Superman. Uh, uh, so when he was, when they were fighting. I was, first, I was like, "Oh boy, here we go, evil Superman. This is what it's gonna be." But I actually kind of liked that. It was just like one scene, and yeah. uh, Lois didn't run snapped him out long. of it right away. Which was and I mean, if if you be, if you want to kind of tie it back to BVS, there is that scene where Bruce dreams. With Flash coming back to him and being like, Lois is the key. Yeah, but no. he's not even dressed like that. Yeah, or no, has I, know, that. I know, I know. That was like that was like a desperate uh, attempt. Dude, yeah. there's try no tie it all payoff together. to that whole fucking dream yeah. within a it dream may, It sequence. may pay off later. I yeah. don't think so. I think it, no. it may have been in what he was they doing used in this that, movie. And they, they used cut it, it as a MacGuffin, but like, it's fine. It was fine. Um, I personally... I know that um, I don't know what Snyder did. I have no idea what he did. What's on the cutting room floor. I have no idea what that hour that's missing in this movie. Because if you do the math, the hour, it was uh, two hours and 40 minutes, right? Yeah. And then they definitely cut out at least that 40 minutes plus whatever we didn't put in, which is probably about 15 minutes worth of stuff. So it's about 45 minutes to almost an hour missing. Of Snyder stuff. Well, look, we uh, there's a great article. Bilotti just uh, or you who posted that article? Uh, I think I did. You did. Uh, it really. We're gonna dive deep into what entailed the reshoots because, and the article makes a great point saying this is a movie similar to Fantastic Four, uh, 2015, similar to Suicide Squad. You can actually see 
where this movie got hacked up and put back together. Well, it's I, a Frankenstein movie, and it's so clear. It's right there on screen. And if we can we go into what we didn't like? Because this 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 illustrates. Yes. This. Okay. You know what? Because I don't really have any more what we liked. Anybody have any more what we liked? Uh, one more. Yeah. Um, the stingers at the end. The stingers were good. Uh, I, was gonna, I did uh, enjoy. We'll, we'll talk about that. Okay. What, uh, mine was is I think uh, Whedon. This is clearly Whedon. Uh, the connection of Flash and Cyborg being the mistakes. Yeah, I kind of love uh, that was and a key line. That's them, Whedon, like, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, that's Whedon. And yeah. them digging out of a grave, making it like even more awkward. Yeah. And them just talking about how awkward yeah. this is. Mistakes. Is, is <laughs> very much Whedon, and uh, I enjoyed that. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, real quick, well, Batman theme. I heard the Batman theme. I was very happy. I think I, th- I thought that worked pretty good. Very well composed. Yeah, well composed. And yeah, look, I I did enjoy the post credit scenes. It's a they're biting from Marvel, but so what? In this, it works. There was the fun one where Barry and Superman, a great, cheerful, buddy, friendly Superman, uh, race, and it's just I mean, and but we've all we've seen this on TV already with with Supergirl and Superman. Uh, it was like another, it's like a TV show extra okay. scene, but was that fun. was cool. And then, holy shit, the last post credit scene. We finally get a little bit of payoff about Deathstroke. We, you know, he, we saw that footage early on. We didn't know the state of Deathstroke. Uh, fucking Deathstroke in a boat. Lex Luthor escapes from prison. And he's like, maybe we should have a league of our own. I still hate Eisenberg's Luthor. And I think Justice League 2 should be called Justice League, a league of our own. I think that's a great title. No. Yeah. Or the sequel. Rosie O'Donnell <laughs> yes. is uh, Lex Luthor. Rosie O'Donnell, Gina Davis, join the Legion of Doom. He Legion of Doom. <laughs> directed or the by Justice Penny Marshall. League. Let's see it happen. Uh, what'd you guys think of the, the second post credit scene? It's cool to see uh, Deathstroke there, but no one fucking knows who he is no, nobody knows nobody's so gonna what, know and that's only that's an inside joke hardcore fan there were some people yeah. cheering the clapping when when he oh, showed yeah, up of course yeah, i knew yeah, who he was because yeah. we want to watch arrow uh, uh, and so. I, I enjoyed it because uh, i am a fan of uh deathstroke yeah the only, the only thing is it made me really conflicted because as i think i mentioned i don't know if i mentioned this on the show or not but they don't have a Justice League two scheduled. No, well, well so yeah. I don't know what the fuck that even meant for anything. But you know what? That I feel like it was an open ended uh, stinger that could really bridge anywhere. Like you could continue this really, in though. Suicide Squad. But, but, you could how? continue this. How can you? How Lex Luthor this, could just show up in another person's movie? I know like, he could, but this—they're teasing the, the the a team fighting another team. Uh, it, it, I just, it felt like they're just teasing something that could be anything. Like it could be anything. It could be played out to be anything. Why? How is that anything? He says we need to form a team of our own. Yeah. So he's gonna find some bad people. But, but what did you want to see that team? Yeah. If they're not planning on doing something, it's presumptuous. Yeah. Well, it is. Well, it is. Yeah. You just can't. You can't argue with Imran. Just don't. <laughs> it is. Was that Joe Manganiello? It's not ambiguous. He's fighting a team. Was that Joe Manganiello and White? Yeah. Yes, it was. It was him, right? Yeah. He yes. looked great. Yeah. Yeah. With the gray hair too. I yeah. love big screen uh, Deathstroke. Deathstroke, who's back on Arrow this season. It's actually pretty badass. There was an. Am- I have not seen it. Holy shit! The, the recent episode, there was an amazing like one shot fight scene where. Uh, Manu Bennett is just slicing and shooting people. It was pretty fucking good. I was like, wow, that's pretty good. Okay, look, let's take a quick break. We'll play some promos and we will talk about what didn't work for us in the Justice League. After these messages, we'll be right back. Are you afraid of what goes bump in the night? Have you or your friends ever pondered a conspiracy? Do you want to know more about the unknown? If so, then put on your tinfoil hat, sit down, and pick up your computer, tablet, or phone. 
go to iTunes or YouTube and search for Secret Transmission Podcast and listen to us try to explain the unexplainable. Follow us on Twitter for updates on shows at Secret Trans Pod. That's S-E-C-R-E-T-T-R-A-N-S-P-O-D. Or you can email us suggestions at secrettransmission at hotmail.com. That's S-E-C-R-E-T-T-R-A-N-S-M-I-S-S-I-O-N at hotmail.com. Do you like movies? Get busy living or get busy dying. Mr. Anders. Life, uh, finds a way. TV? A girl has no name. Soft kitty, warm kitty. You didn't think I just disappeared, did you? Music? Hello. All my friends are heathens, take it slow. Video games? It's me, Mario. Get over here! Hey, listen! If you love geeking out about your pop culture passions, See Here's the Thing may be the podcast for you. Join me and my co-host Patrick as we dive into a weekly digest of news clips about movies, TV, video games, theater, and more. Special guests, improv games, and terrible celebrity impersonations abound in our weekly episodes published directly on Podomatic. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Google Play. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Google+, and Pinterest. See, here's the thing. It's where humor and pop culture collide. Hello, this is Storycrafter Mike from the Steamrollers Adventure Podcast, and you're listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Hey, Michael, between the two of us, I think I am the jock. You're actually more like Rugboy. Nope, I am Totes the Jock. Okay, then who are the Pittsburgh Steelers? A marauding band of aliens who use giant laser cutters to carve off a slice of Pennsylvania to take back to their home world. Hey, Rugboy, if you want to come moonlight on our show, we just had an opening. What? Doc and Nerd. Listener, thanks for uh, subscribing to the show. The regular listener out there, we can't thank you enough for for hanging out with us, spending time with us week after week. This is the one time in the show, every show, that we ask for support and donations. We don't mention it a lot, just once in the middle. uh, And we have a great fan club. Just visit jockandnerd.com slash Patreon, where there's a bunch of tiers. You can financially pledge and help us support overhead costs, maintenance costs, web hosts. But... Here's what you get. You get the satisfaction of helping us, and uh, you get b- access to bonus content. That's the most important part. Geek nerd! Bonus jock and nerd audio content in the form of an exclusive RSS feed you put in your podcast app and hours of content, and we're adding to it all the time. For example, yesterday, Anthony and I both put up our instant reactions to this movie. So quick. Very quick. So our Patreon supporters would have heard that before the show, and... Huge thank you to our latest patron this week, Travis Holton. Jockin' nerd. Woohoo, Travis joins the fan club. He's enjoying the bonus content. Thank you so much, Travis, for listening and supporting. And thank you to all our patrons. Uh, check it out yourself, jockinerd.com slash Patreon. Let's get into... You keep the show going. What didn't work? Not you. You. Oh, yes. Patrons. Patreon supporters. You, well, you do too, but you, they, 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 they really help us. Yes, I do. But literally, Patreon supporters, you are producers of the show. And you do. And like producers, you keep the show going. Uh, you keep us motivated. So I uh, want to have more producers. Okay. I feel like this part's going to be a lot longer than the what we liked part. And this is the real. Let's get nitpicky. 
Uh, let's just start with the fact that uh, it's clearly a Frankenstein movie. Because? Because uh, Zack Snyder stepped away and uh, no. the studio thought it was unwatchable. No. No? Why? Why? Because you can see something oh. that tells you when the new scenes have been. Okay, yeah. Done. So this is how it's evident. And it's evident in the very first frame of the goddamn movie. It opens with a camera phone video of some kid shooting Superman, and oh my fucking God, what is wrong with Henry Cavill's face? Oh, shit. Oh, my God. I thought it was a hologram. Wh- that? Okay, so it's- I thought it was intentionally yes. supposed to be like a hologram. So the first part is a little bit forgivable because it's grainy, and but you're like, okay, something weird's going on. No, but you notice it right away. Yes. Like, this is This looks weird. First of all, I don't even understand why they started the movie with that. What was the point of that? Can anybody tell me? Like, uh, they were trying to make it like an emotional reaction. Yeah, it was supposed to be like the super missing Superman. Superman. Yeah, Superman is is the is a great guy. Yeah, they're like this was Superman, but we never showed you. So this. clearly, right. this was such late in production these reshoots that these people did not have time to render this enough. Because here's how you could tell what was reshot: every goddamn scene with Superman, minus maybe two scenes. And we'll get into it. These are all these were all reshot by Joss Whedon because his fucking lip is smooth and floating around and it's so distracting. It's a shame. But you can tell it's jarring. You're like, okay, this is a Whedon scene now. Yes. And so So you know that all the Superman scenes are Whedon. So it ruins the movie on two levels. A, just visually. It distracts you. But then it like highlights the fact yes, that it's two directors. That all, so clearly all of Snyder's Superman shit, he probably had him go evil and, 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 and they took it all out. Yeah. Because now yeah. this is fucking great. Uh, karmic retribution because like I was getting into arguments with dudes on Twitter who telling me that Superman, uh, the man of steel Superman is the best Superman ever. And, and he, uh, Zack Snyder clearly wanted to make Superman evil. Yes. From the get-go, he had no intent. He was always going to be ambivalent. He was never going to be the Boy Scout that he ended up being in this movie. Yeah, He always wanted a mopey, emo, fucking So, And that's the proof in the pudding right there, that the fact that Whedon had to come in and cut out all that shit and then, you know, and fucking superimpose a lip over that mustache. If this movie was a person, Whedon came in, ripped all the limbs off and, like, made new limbs and then reattached them to the body to create some weird freak fucking product. So piggybacking off of that, the, the weird lip thing and all that, which is his own thing. Um, I'm happy that Superman is finally in the right direction, pointed in the right direction. Yes. For me personally, it doesn't feel earned at all. No, it isn't. Um, because no. they are telling you things about Superman in this film that for two prior films are just not true. And they're nowhere. He was not yes. the beacon of hope <laughs> no. that you were saying he was. Because if he was, you wouldn't have had your protagonist in the other movie for about 75% of the film convincing you that he is justified in killing this man. Yeah. yeah. So so for me, although I like the, t- the, the direction... It just doesn't feel earned at all. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's when you right. have Batman, who is like this intelligent person who does all its research, come to the conclusion that Superman is bad. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you know, you're saying something about the character. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, you're saying that this brilliant Gadood has got it completely wrong. You can't see what's right in front of him. And, and, well, and also, there's just, I mean, we can 
I don't want to rehash too much as BBS, but there's numerous <laughs> lines where Superman is just like, it doesn't matter. Like he's the word nothing ends. Or so he, what does he say? He goes, um, nothing in this world ever turns good or something like that. Wow. Like he's just got he such bad says that, doesn't lines. He? Yeah. yeah. He's just got such bad lines where it's just like, ah, oh, this is not, whereas, this is not him. And then, whereas in this one, he's joking. He's like, oh, actually I take that back. I wish I was dead. Ah, uh, but so <laughs> it's like, let's throw one more thing about yeah. Superman. This movie, I mean, although it ends, it, there is a nice fight scene with yeah. him at the statues. It really just proves that just killing him was so stupid. Killing, there was no reason to kill him, and plus the way that like he's resurrected really makes no sense. Like we don't know anything about these MacGuffin boxes, and all of a sudden, B- uh, Batman's like, "Oi, maybe we could use one to bring Superman back to life for no reason." If they would have just switched the bad guys from movie to movie, oh, and like it's just this dude came down, and then they had to fight him off, all three of them, yeah, and then Superman lived, but then he died in this movie, yeah. Mm-hmm. Then it would be fucking legit. Right. Yeah, it, they kind of did it backwards. Like they 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 show like in this one you get the hope from him and that's when he should die. Whereas right. the other one he's just the kind of a mopey dick and nobody cares that he dies and you're like good. Like he's a dick. Uh it, it just didn't work for me that th- he is the reason that their team is formed. And I really didn't expect like the in terms of the structure that like he was going to come back in the middle so quickly. Yeah, and that, that's that the thing was too. Is weird. Like, if you, you the way it's structured, you would expect his big triumph or return to be the climax, right? Which I think was going to be the case because there's that scene in the trailer where Alfred's sitting there and the water's not rumbling in the movie, like, but that's not there. Yeah, but I think that was supposed to be like his. He's supposed to return triumphantly at the end, and then Alfred and, would tell and him what's I think going it on. It was supposed to be different because the. End scene in B- BVS is the ground, the dirt, like levitating, right. as if he's already kind of right. alive. And and like they like his body still looks the same. But now like, they have to exhume his body and give him a jump start. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I I did not like the fact that they were digging the grave. Yeah. I thought that was just weird. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, you think Bruce Wayne would sit there and have him dig it out with a thing? He probably could have had like a million other ways of getting. I thought them it was out funny that like the two the two scrubs had to fucking dig the hole. Or that even Bruce Wayne already had him in a freezer somewhere. Yeah, right. Bruce Wayne would have like the, he would know that this guy is such a liability, even dead. Like it would be even how much more badass would it be if. Uh, Batman just kind of goes, yeah, we're going to resurrect Superman. Like, like, oh, well. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. he's like, I've been waiting to do this this whole time and I just which, waiting for the time oh God, to like, let it, you guys know. And they go to like the Batcave and it's like a Han Solo and Carbonite. You see like Superman yeah. frozen there until they f- figure out what to do with it. Like, first of all, that would make Bruce Wayne look so fucking crazy. Yes, yes. <laughs> but at the same time, it would make him look like a fucking the, the master planner. Well, right I mean, uh, like, uh, it reminds me of another scene that was in the trailers that's not in the movie is where he's looking at the hologram of Superman and just, like, contemplating. That shit wasn't in the movie. Uh, well, that, 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 that was also thought to be Supergirl. Oh, uh, was it? Yeah, because, well, I don't know if it's the, if it's something in the hologram, but it seems like that the the pant leg was is, like thinner. Is, no, the pant leg is not blue. Oh, it's, it's skin tone. Oh, hmm. uh, what did you guys think of like the scene where he actually was brought back to life, where the Flash had to run and throw and touch it right at the same time? I the whole thing was, was very okay. very convenient. No, I thought, I thought that was, thing was some, very some convenient. It was okay. I didn't really. I mean, it, it it occurring so quickly in the middle of the movie, I was just jarred by yes, that. Yes, yes. Everything is rushed in this movie. That's just structurally one of the problems when you get when all these things that happen to this movie start to come down the line. They're like, okay, we it gotta, was fine. I mean, we like, gotta move whatever. On to the but next. like, 
Like I could see that happening in a comic book. I could see that happening in yeah, in, in it, yeah, comics. Yeah, it was, but it. I mean, that's the thing. It was comic booky good and comic booky bad. Where it's just like another episode or another issue of a comic that you read and you just kind of toss to the side. The thing that like chaps my ass about this movie more than anything <laughs> is that um, they ass. have so much. <laughs> my slack holes. <laughs> Somebody get right. him some blistex. Yeah. <laughs> Give me some Vaseline. Right in the slag hole. Okay. Immediately. <laughs> what, um, what chapter has this movie? Is that they have so much great source material to pull from, and they didn't pull from anything, really. These yeah. all, Like I said, these characters all deserve a better movie, and they're kind of destroying their fucking mythology a little bit, but it was still... Like, the death of Superman, you could never do, like, the cyborg Superman and all the other shit. That's like, you don't need to do that. But um, I think they did it in the in the cartoon, the Doomsday cartoon, better. Mm. Yeah, where Superman like res- is resurrected. I don't know how he got resurrected, but I think that uh, he kind of like resurrects in a different way, and it's not with all the other stupid shit involved, all the other baggage. So I mean, there's so many different ways to do this better, but it was fun to get that fight scene, I guess. But I mean, I don't know what's the trade off. Let me ask you guys this: for a movie that reportedly has spent more than three hundred million dollars. Why at times did it look so fucking cheap? Why does Steppenwolf look like he stepped out of a video game cutscene? Steppenwolf looks awful. I, I mean, even I think some of the rooftop sets uh, looks fucking cheap too. Like it's so green screeny. In the age of Planet of the Apes, where like you have like these emoting, yes, like super convincing apes, where like fucking shit just looks legit. This is the best mocap you could do on three hundred million dollars. Yeah, you can't have like shitty stuff. And there's no reason that Steppenwolf needed to be CG either. No. That could no. have been a practical yes, thing. Yes, yes, absolutely. And it'd be just as badass. Absolutely. Every time he talks, it's terrible. And but Thanos <laughs> is gonna be CG too. But I, I have already seen how they've portrayed Thanos and to it, me he looks way better. It looks way it does look way better. Hmm. Like Steppenwolf, the way his mouth moves, it didn't even match the way you're supposed to talk. Like, I don't know what the process is. I do know Sierra and Hins from Game of Thrones in Rome who played Steppenwolf. I, he just did the face. Like, yeah, because that guy is like over 65 years old. Yeah, so <laughs> I don't know if, it, and for Thanos, that they actually mocap his body for movements also. I don't know how they're doing that, but it does look way better than Steppenwolf. I, I, I got, a, I got, I got, a, I mean, I got a lot of Yeah, yeah, go. Well, you picks, got another but, one. Um, it is clear to me that Ben Affleck is collecting a paycheck. He looked a little bored. I'll have he to looked bitch. bored as fuck. <laughs> a lot of the scenes. Dude, dude, there's nothing going on in, with anything he says. Although Something's bleeding. I, that's my favorite. That was like a hit, big laugh, and I was like, oh my God, uh, Batman's got a good line. And he was like, something's definitely bleeding. But it was like, back to Buffy, too, where, yeah, uh, yes. where uh, Superman's like, how does it feel to be dead? And Superman's like, itchy. Yes, yeah. they That's did like that. something from Buffy. They did, and then yeah. they do the do you bleed callback for a joke. But I, I yeah. just felt like he was just there. Like, he wasn't doing anything. So all that stuff, Rugs, that you just said is Whedon was really just pulling his hits from his other shit and just fucking tossing it in there. Like, he really, I don't think he had time to come up with new shit. He's like, I'm going to use this from here. I'm going to use this from event. Like, even the joke where Flash falls on Wonder Woman and it gets up really quick. Didn't they do that in Age of Ultron? They did. With Black Hulk Widow? Falls, Hulk yeah. falls on Black Widow. So he, he's just pulling like his greatest hits out of his book but, and putting no, them in look, this. Real quick, do you think Ben Affleck acted well in this movie? Uh, he No, he just was there. Like I've seen Ben Affleck do some good stuff. 
you're not walking out of this movie going, man, Ben Affleck killed it as Batman. I, I mean, part of it is, uh, I think when like that was a, in BVS, people were like, man, he's the best Batman. But this one, are you going out of this and be like, he's still the best Batman? I'm, I'm, I think he did the same thing as BVS. Yeah, to be it's, honest. It's, yeah. I don't know. I felt like they they tried to lighten him up, and I felt like he was just not there. Well, he did look a little lighter as far as you know. He has some funny lines and shit yeah. like that. I mean, but- he was stammering like with Diana, like couldn't find his words, like a little kid. Like that was weird. Uh, but. I've heard, I think if you look at Affleck's uh, really good performances, a lot of time it's, there's a, a, a director really pushing him. Like, I think you got to push this guy and just not let him do whatever he wants yeah. to get. And uh, and clearly Snyder was just going to let him do whatever he wants. No, I, yeah, I think the whole no studio. Daredevil performance. Well, right. for, uh, <laughs> that's, a, that's a bigger thing, I think, is, <laughs> there's no Forgot that, about that. that's a bigger thing in this film. And I don't know if this is Snyder or if it's Whedon or if it's both, but it doesn't feel like we're getting any of the actors at their best. No, they all, yeah, they're all just. I felt like Gal Gadot mm. was way better in Wonder Woman. I don't think I've it's their s- fault, though. No, I, but I don't think I don't think these directors. I think the directors are taking their first takes and just like, all and right, the, cool. and the writing's not helping either. So, they got, well, when you have to redo the fucking thing yes. a thousand times, yeah, no, that there's probably, probably a million reasons you know, why. They got, a lot of them got nothing to do, so you don't get a chance for any of that. Let's let's, let's flip here, flipping over to someone I think might be a divisive yes, pick. Yes. I don't like the direction of Ezra Miller as a Flash. I'm glad you went there because me neither. I I don't like the way he looks. Nope. So I think he's annoying. I think, uh, I think he's annoying. I think he looks fuck. awkward when he's running. Oh I think my that's god! True too. Why does he run? Why does he run like that? Can somebody tell me what is that? Who runs like that? They they have no fun with his <laughs> speed ability. He is like disappears like. It's just lightning bolts. Yeah, it's it's just like a quick jump cut. Where it's just like, boom. right. I I wasn't that impressed with the. With, I mean, I I think I a lot of people know. liked him, yeah. and I don't think he was that great. I one of the problems for me is that all of his best lines were in all the trailers. If you're funny, people like you. No, but that's the thing is all the good lines were in the yes, trailers. So, Everything yes, that was funny yes, was in the trailers, yes, and that ruined the fucking movie because there was nothing more. He, even that, it just seemed like for him they gave him the role of be funny. Yeah, and he didn't feel like a real person. Even like the direction, like his his layer. Yeah. So this guy, you're telling me this guy is broke as a joke. Yeah. And now I go into this guy's layer, and he's got everything. He's got all these he's got all the tech. Shit. I mean, is he stealing this? He's stealing. And then, and then why go like him be the neurotic, awkward guy? Has I, that was, ever been the flash? It was a little bit of like a millennial stereotype. Uh, well, ish. not only that, but he was like supposed to be like us, like the comic book geeks. Yeah, yeah. He's like, watching oh, Rick and Morty the, we're in, on, we're, the, on we're the screen. We're in the Batcave. Yeah. We're in the Batcave. He's all like, you know, jizzing they all over that. They did give us the Henry Allen and the whole kind of maybe setting up Flashpoint and and explaining that. And I, I just you know? he was more. I know that he was trying to be like the everyman, like us, yeah. like Rugway said. But he, it felt like he was too neurotic. I did like the moment where he's like, what do I do? And Batman's like, save one person. And then he's like, then what? He's like, you'll know. And he kind of gets it. So, that, but eventually he just got annoying to me. Like, he got, yeah, got that's really what, that's annoying. That's what I'm getting to. By he the just... end of it, he got really annoying. Now, the suit rugs. If you look at oh. this suit closely, like it's held together by like rubber bands. Like what's going on bungee in the cords. Suit? Yeah, bungee like cord. Bungee cord thing going on. It's terrible. 
It's, it's horrible. <laughs> I hated it. I hate it. I, look, I thought, but let me look at it in the movie. Maybe it looks cool in the movie. It looks, maybe it looks weird. I was on. hoping Bruce would do like a Tony Stark and be like, here, let me fix your fucking suit for you, dude. Uh, you, this thing looks ridiculous. Uh, another thing is they never explained why everybody has a costume. No, like, they, well, and they completely skip over. I bet there was a scene where Aquaman gets his costume because he asked Mira. He's like, she's like, you have, like, you are responsible for chasing Steppenwolf and getting his back. And he's like, I have, I have one request. And you think it's the costume, but it's never a dress. He shows up with the costume. By the way, the big mystery of how are they going to make him talk underwater? I'll, I got to tell you, I think it kind of worked. This thing did but work. But where for does me. the air come from? Wait, okay, forget about that. First of all, <laughs> first of all, the fact that they didn't have a temp talking when they were underwater, I was like, okay. Okay, they're not going to talk. So basically, only Mira, who has this power, can so do that. So apparently, Mira, air bubble. Fucking air bubble, and then you could talk in this cavern. It's kind of like Black Bolt's thing where Medusa can, or somebody has a room where they it captures and they can talk. But yeah, who do they all have this power? Do all the can all the Atlanteans make <laughs> where air does bubbles? the air come from? You're underwater, yeah, but there's a it's H2O. There's one O in H2O. You just pull the O out of the H. I don't know. I fucking know. You can't explain that. The underwater well, stuff for right. me uh, was okay. It didn't, it didn't it, bother me. It looked very CGI, but there was a whole. I mean, they did a whole I battle. Just I I didn't see any kind of real world no, building no, it was at nothing all. New. First of all, I have no idea what Atlanteans are. Yeah. I have yeah. no idea yeah. if they're part fish. Yeah. I have yeah. no idea about anything. I just know that the dude takes off his clothes and goes into a I think you just swim yeah, that, real fast. That is one of the big problems, I think, of this film. And I know that they didn't want to copy Marvel. Yeah. But I think the proof is in the pudding that you needed some solo films prior. Because well, either that or don't cut it fucking 60 minutes out of the film. <laughs> right. Or that too. Yes. Because... Aquaman needs more. Cyborg needs more. Flash needs a redo. Well, Cyborg had that whole thing that was in the trailer of him in his football, football uniform. Yeah. Not in the movie. And, yeah. There was so probably the, a there flashback. Was, there was probably definitely some story. You know, on the flip side of that, though, it has made me kind of intrigued to see this Aquaman movie. Like, I, I want to know more about him. And maybe they were holding back because they have. But they didn't Aquaman even movie. use any kind of Aquaman things. Not like, really? He, if you didn't see he him held back coming water. out of the water. That's all he did. At one point, That's but if you, like in that final fight, yeah. he was just you would fighting. never have known yeah. he was he was anything. Yeah, they did not in that final fight. There, so man, I, I'm going to compare it to Avengers every time. Yeah, Avengers has that scene where they all do the teamwork and they work together and they're all using their unique skill sets. Right. This final fight scene, it doesn't feel like any of them have unique skills. No, they're sets. all getting beat down. No, they're all just punching. Yeah, well, that's true. Like what? What is Aquaman? Like Rugboy said, what is Aqu Aquaman adding if he's not on? If he's on land, Aquaman and Wonder Woman were the heavies just punching Steppenwolf while Flash was saving. But people isn't that and, Superman? But Superman yeah, got three heavies. heavies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, but Superman but, is like once he shows up, like you know, the party's over. Then so you got to wait till. What the, I'm saying the is, the there, there, there's end. no teamwork to yeah. what they're doing. Yeah. All right, I have my big critique is basically the last fight scene. Yeah. All right, they're fucking in this. Uh, abandoned town, right? One of the worst things that Joss Whedon definitely added was that family. Yeah, what was the house, point of the family? That for some reason can can hold off parademons <laughs> that crash into and break everything else. Yes. But that they never allude that there's another building full of people that Superman's yeah, going to save yeah, later yeah. at all. Uh, and then they play they, it they for the joke. The, yeah. Yeah, they're they're like, yeah, they they so they're only focusing on this one family in this little tiny house. They never even let you know that there's anybody else around at all. It's like this barren place, and they do that because they don't. They want to be able to fight without 
people dying like they did in the past four fucking movies that they made. So where everybody were like, there's just buildings being destroyed. Yeah. So it just was a weird what thing. What was Instead the of point like, of it? Just to make that like joke. It's like lazily solved. Like, yeah. let's lazily solve this. By like this. Look, a lot of this movie is lazily solved uh, solutions to problems. Like, this the whole movie. Like, the whole, what's the reason for the Russian family so you could have the joke of Superman ca- carrying a building? And They did not need to be there no, at all. No, no. He, well, they, he wanted to, I think, like, humanize it a little bit. Yeah, and put put it in the the perspective of a family living through this. But yeah, it was it was kind of odd. It, they, they they kept cutting to this Russian family, and I'm like, are like are these why? guys important? Yes, why? Like, yeah. they keep showing us Who this. are these guys? So tell <laughs> me who they, they are. They were only there for the joke, All right? Uh, there's also so many scenes where people just like come and go for no reason without any explanation. They're there one second. They just show up. Like when the, 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 the tunnel collapsed and the water came in, Aquaman just shows up. I guess he knew. How did he know he, they were way down there? I don't know. Uh, that's just your superhero trope. Of it is. It, that's day. very comic booky again. In, in a good way, in a bad way, there's comic booky here, here. Here's something. Okay. Marvel gets shit on all the time for this. Yeah. DC deserves some shit too. Steppenwolf is terrible. Yeah, I mean, just <laughs> not only not only visually, but I'm saying as a villain. Yes, that's a generic same. This old is a, this is fucking... Marvel mold of like what was his? Malachef. Can you describe to me what his arc is? Like what it? What, what was the point of him? He wanted wants to... to create the unity so that he can impress Darkseid. Co- I don't know. collect the mother box now, to turn the planet. He keeps talking about mother, but who's mother? I, but, uh, the boxes. It's mother. Yeah, boxes, that's what I get. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, is he talking to his dark the, side? His mom, the MacGuffin. But he says dark side once, and like again, if you're not a comic book reader, like I don't think you'll appreciate the parademons. Like I was, I thought that was kind of cool parademons, but they are your your faceless. Uh, and then they for looked them, all right. They looked all right, but then for them to turn on him because he was afraid was so fucking contrived and forced. Mm. And like, see what I liked about Ragnarok, even though that it wasn't executed well, is that there were like a bunch of different bad guys. Mm-hmm. All right. And then you had like the main bad guy, but then you had like a bunch of different bad guys. Um, This only had basically the parademons, which is this faceless mob of things. And then the dude that looks like Ares from the last movie. Yeah, that's that's the problem. He looks like Ares. He does look a lot like Ares. That's a good point. (laughs) He looks cooler than Ares. Because he doesn't have the mustache. Yeah, he's not a <laughs> fucking walrus, fucking British. This is very nit- DC has problems with mustaches for some reason. <laughs> this is very nitpicky. Put them on the wrong people. They have to take they them off. Take them off the other people. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> this is very nitpicky about Steppenwolf. Yeah. But every time he swung his axe and hit the ground, it would cut the ground. Yeah. But every time he swung his axe at people, he was hitting them with like the broad side of his axe because yeah. no one had any no one had any cuts on them. Yeah. Do you notice that? Yeah. And, it, and it's just funny that. Superman freezing his axe, that, that just does that it. Break. That's it. By the way, let's not forget that when Superman w- was back and he was angry, like, he fucking punched Batman. Batman should be dead. Yeah. He punched it, him into a car. Batman should be I, dead. I, I would attribute it, attribute it to he kind of held back. Yeah, but he was pissed. Why was he holding back on him when he was fucking firing eye blasts at everybody else? I don't know. <laughs> uh, it was a cool fight. Yeah, so I'll take yeah. It. No, dude, that's the, it's, uh, the, it's a typical horrible villain generic you why know, was he shirtless who steppenwolf was superman oh because the ladies man yeah, you, you got you that. got momoa you got cavill they gotta be if you're shirtless. gonna do some ass shots you gotta get some <laughs> cavill <laughs> we got nothing like hulk's ass in ragnarok but yeah, the, the big problem for, the for me yeah. is this movie is just is just completely average 
Yeah, it just kind of sits there. It's not about anything. Look, I get, like, the, the Zack Snyder's movies were divisive, but it's because at least he had a perspective. He was trying to make them about something, whether talking about terrorism or talking about gods and men and mortality. Uh, this movie is not about anything. What about that beginning where they had the that that Leonard Cohen song, Everybody Knows? Oh, I wanted to ask you that. <laughs> yes, okay. So the opening, it's similar to Watchmen. They, I wish they just used the Leonard Cohen song instead of using these covers. But uh, really, a slow-mo angry white dude who's kicking fruit. Like I was like, what is this? <laughs> Why are they didn't like their fruit? He's like, you, you Middle Easterns, <laughs> it's like shitty fruit. You damn Arabs, nah. I don't like your oranges. What is this? What? I forgot that that was <laughs> your <laughs> <chosen> <laughs> Arab. I was like, what is? Why is this in slow mo? Why is this white dude kicking fruit in slow mo? In Watchmen, it made sense because he was kind of like, like, get out of my country. Yes, it was so it was so stupid. That's very Zack <laughs> Snyder. Because Superman's dead. Yes, I'm, I'm going to be more fruit. racist. Yes, that's what happens. Instead of being mad at superpowered people, I'm going to take it out on- The Kryptonian's uh, gone. Yeah. Well, he was an alien. You're-, you're Yes. This, he was so an immigrant. They, they tried to make it about something, but there's no thematic uh, weight to stretch. the movie. It, it's uh, nothing. It's so I mean, forgettable. Ave- Avengers is not thematically weighty. It's just better. But you care about the characters in, enough in to aspects, be... In aspects, in yeah. aspects, Anthony. I think that, you know, the idea of trying to make something operatic and something that is has weight to it and has, like, uh, double meanings and and depth, mm-hmm. th- those are all things we want in our movies, but yeah. they're just not being executed no, by no. a competent person that knows how to actually wield those things. Yeah. So yeah. that's the problem. They're clumsily done. and It's so sloppy and, and clunky. Yeah. It's weird. Well, it's just, it it feels like stuff we've already done because it is stuff we've already done with the Avengers and it's Joss Whedon doing it again. So it just, I don't know. It, it, for me, it, it didn't feel, yeah. it, it felt like something I've already seen well, in a better Well, and then form. the whole thing gives you this feeling of like, we just got to get through this. We just, this has to be, like this movie just has to exist. I yeah, don't know why. That, that's the feeling. Like, we just got to get past this. It's out. We're past it. Let's move on. Like that, that's the whole feeling I, think- I get. I think that Zack Snyder works better when he's adapting something page for page. Oh, that's yeah. a good 300, point. Yeah. 300 Watchmen. and Watchmen. That's a good point. He's stuck. I mean, even though people have a problem with Watchmen, I don't um, really because he changed. they changed the ending. But for the most part, it's stuck to like 70% of the I comedy. agree. And then you look at his complete original thing, Sucker Parts is a piece of shit. Oh, my God. Yeah. This is like in the middle because there is some source material, but now he's just fucking with it. Well, he's not working from something no, page right, by page. Right, like right. 300, he literally, like, he took Frank Miller's words yeah. and just, like, he illustrated that story. Same thing with Watchmen. Story. Same thing with yeah. Watchmen. It's so he's fine with adapting. He should stick to that. Which is why I think Snyder should do the visuals. You let someone else direct the actors and get some heart and some emotion. That's your pairing. That's how he should be used. Yeah, but isn't that what you got here? Well, but, but in yes. a Frankenstein well, in a kind Frankenstein of form. It wasn't. It wasn't in the way. best. Yes, you know. Yeah, it wasn't in the best. And they went in with this thought to be because, like, it's and we'll get to the reshoot. So you can. It's just so clearly been scraped I'll say this. and put I'll back say this. together. Although there's good Josh Whedon stuff, yeah. I don't think this is Josh Whedon at his best. And I know the circumstances yeah. are, yeah. are were not in his favor. But there's, I mean, he's retreading old it's shit. It's recycled man. Whedon, for sure. <laughs> yes. Recycled Whedon to save this movie, to give them what they needed, which is just a simple crowd for me, pleaser. For me, like Batman, he was jokey. Yeah. He didn't feel like Batman. 
Like Batman should be oh, like the joke should be that he's so serious that everyone else is like right. lighten up. Right, right, right. Not him being like, oh, that, I'm bleeding somewhere. I think that if he is funny, it's part of his his mastery of being a fake person. Right. Like of putting on Bruce when Wayne. When he's right. Bruce, he should be overly goofy yes. and kind of uh, like he's yeah, almost like like he's practiced to be funny. Right, right, right. Like, as, as Bruce Wayne, as Bruce, he should be a dope. Yeah. Uh, you know, that reminds me in Thor, it bugged me that Thor was just like a bumbling idiot who wasn't smooth. Like he kept knocking shit over. And I was like, that's why. Why are you doing that? For the joke. Uh, but uh, although. Way to stay focused. Sorry. If I was 12, <laughs> if I was 12 and I read comics and I watched this, I would fucking cream my pants probably. Uh, so. Well, because you're too dumb to know what something yeah, good and is. they made something like family friendly. You could take your kids to it. The kids will love these characters despite not knowing what the hell's going on. Uh, you know, they, they I mean, is it, do you think it's an IQ thing that there's DC people who love this movie or they don't just fucking care? They're just, they're just apologetic and they'll just take anything as long as they're they're heroes. I mean, I can understand the, the, the wanting to see these characters on screen at once for so long that you're just willing to take whatever. And like the And the movie is a victim. You yeah, know, I, it, I do like that. Rug boy said that that. If you're gonna coming out of this movie going, this is the shit. <laughs> this is the best. No, you're you're so wrong. It's not even funny. But like you can't, you can't. Uh, it's like people are defending Batman versus Superman. Still, the people yeah, are, yeah, yeah. are defending Man of Steel. Some people say that Man of Steel is their favorite Superman movie. Yeah. Um. So there's obviously people who don't give a fuck about a lot of the things that we give a shit about. Well, I I can't see how you would like Man, Man, Man of Steel and Batman v Superman, and then go go out of this one and be like, yep. This one's my shit too, <laughs> because they, they're not the yes. same films. No, they went, it's not even the same tone. They went completely one eighty the other way. It's clear that they 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 looked at Snyder and what he did, and then they're like, "Yep, we're not doing this anymore." So, do you think it it succeeded as the course correction that it needed to be? I think it's better than Suicide Squad. Yeah. So that's an accomplishment. Yeah. I think it's better than Batman versus Superman. Yeah. So I think that's an accomplishment. Yeah. I mean, it's not a hard thing to do. Yeah. Mm. Be better than those two movies, but. It is a step up, and uh, Man of Steel and this are kind of tied together for me. I think yeah. Man of Steel actually kind of works as its own, because it's, it's not a Frankenstein job. Yeah, right. Just because of that aspect, and there's, it's like so fucking, it's, it's infuriating that you finally get, you get a Superman that's recognizable, but you can't look at his face. <laughs> Yes. You know, I mean, like, did that like that? It ruins the movie so much. If they just didn't have that one bit, like I could, I would enjoy I heard somebody the tell me that they didn't even know. How that could that you was not happening. notice? There's no way. And if I'm you're like, telling dude, you're me you didn't notice. A lot of people didn't notice that dude in Rogue One was dead. But if you didn't notice this fucking dude's lip, you're fucking blind. All right, let's go into some Easter eggs uh, real quick. We talked about most of them. There was a lantern. Uh, they do the self-destructing parademons like in the comic books when they get captured. Uh, in Gotham, there they was had, uh, they had they uh, had what you would call it a tesseract. Oh wait, no, those were mother boxes. That's a, they had three tesseracts <laughs> called MacGuffin boxes that you don't really know what they do. They just called them no, power. You have no idea what they do. I thought Cyborg was one of them, and he was created by one. Yes, you want to know the good Easter egg yeah. that I want to point yeah. out is that. The uh, cyborg's dad is the guy from Terminator it's Miles Two. Miles Dyson, yeah. Professor Miles Dyson, Dyson. Who, who creates one of the Terminators. I, know, I was like, "There's Miles Dyson. I wonder if he still has the uh, Terminator arm on him." Yeah, uh, but that's yeah. That 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 was a nice. You should just uh, be like, look, I got this for you, yes. cyborg. Put this on. <laughs> that is kind of a, a neat. Don't ask me where I got. It's it. a neat bit of casting to cast Miles Dyson. But you know, if you didn't see BVS, you wouldn't understand like how he became to be. I wish that they would have like at least shown you. 
clearly there was more flashbacks. I they wasn't cut all even clear on that either, yeah, right? Because he was saying that the mother box, but then didn't they have the mother box in the in that tape that Wonder Woman yeah, was looking I at? I thought the box what made him, and he was the box altogether. Yeah, and they and they kind of like muddied that up again. Ew, how about that one part where the box is just out there and nobody cares about it? And I was like, get the box, you asshole. Steppenwolf's coming. It's right after like <laughs> Superman comes, and then he gets away with the fucking mother box. I'm like, somebody get the box. What are you doing? This is the whole point of this. Uh, yeah, that the, was kind of stupid. The, <laughs> that, uh, so that one scene in Gotham where you see a big, in neon letters, you see the word Janus. I thought it just said anus. It did say anus with the J in front oh, of it. Wow. <laughs> That's uh, Janus Cosmetics from the comic books run by the Sionis family, whose son Roman Sionis is the black mask in the comic book. So that was kind of cool. We talked about Zeus in the flashback. Uh, turns out, are those Momoa's actual tattoos, right? I think so. Right? I think they're like Polynesian fucking tattoos. Uh, they the, the suit like is based off his tattoos. They kind of incorporated the same design of his tattoos into the Aquaman suit, which I thought was kind of cool. That's interesting. Plus, Jason, uh, uh, Jason Momoa was able to reveal something Snyder told him about Man of Steel that wasn't in the movie. Turns out Aquaman, Arthur did save Clark in Man of Steel at the oil rig scene. Uh, there's an article here where Snyder tells him, he's like, look, this is what I meant. This is what was going to happen. Aquaman does save him. And so, of course, it's oh. nowhere in the movie. <laughs> okay. Yes, but that's what he said. Uh, the line about exploding wind-up penguins, Alfred has. It's kind of a nice Easter egg uh, to penguin. So the guy who played Jimmy Olsen in the original Superman movies, remember him? Little, yeah. little guy? You don't remember. Oh, that, oh, Before your time. The, original. This, the Reeve, Christopher Reeve movies. He has a cameo in this, but he has two cameos, which is kind of funny. Originally, he had a cameo as a cop. In the trailers, in that they scene. They get saved by Cyborg. Yes, yeah. which is not in the movie. So that gets cut out, but he's still in the movie. He was the prison guard Barry talked to when he went to visit his father. Right. That's the original Jimmy Olsen. is pretty cool. Barry says, uh, real quick throwaway line, he speaks, he's like, I speak uh, sign language. He's like, actually, gorilla sign language. Doesn't he say gorilla sign language? He does. Is that a grod tease? I was like, geek motor. Oh, gorilla sign language. Uh, of course, Batman music, Deathstroke meets Luthor. Uh, and I'm sure there's other Easter eggs in that one fucking flashback scene that I kind of want to watch again. Now, you compare that flashback scene to the one in Thor Ragnarok with uh, Valkyrie and Kate Blanchett and Hela. Uh, I don't know. I thought the one in Thor was like more beautiful looking. Right. Eh. They, more beautiful looking. They, uh, but this one was pretty badass in terms I like of this action. One too. I like yeah, it. Yeah, that one was just like. I, I enjoyed the flashback scene. Yeah. Yeah. Was, I enjoyed it because of the depth it added to the film. Would you see this movie again? No. There's no need to see it again. Here's the thing if you've seen it once, there's if it's on TV, I'll play it. But now, Do you think there's going to be a super cut with all the shit that's cut out? Well, yeah. It, if they, well, we'll see how the theater sales, sales go. Yeah. Now that's gonna be interesting. Let me comment real quick yeah. though on the why I won't see this movie again. Yeah, even like Thor, I had to see again just because I was like, "What the fuck did I just watch?" Yeah, I know coming out of this what I watched. I'm just not interested in watching it again. There's 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 no reason to watch this again. <laughs> watch it once. You move I on. I want to watch it again. I really? do. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I because I feel like I missed a lot of things that that. Uh, Cause I didn't get like, as I said, that cyborg shit, I, I have to re listen to that conversation yeah. and make sure that 
I don't know. I, I feel like something was really muddy there, and I wanted to. Uh... There was also. Did you guys notice like weird edits and weird voiceovers of characters that were turned from the camera that clearly looked like yeah. they were added in post? I was like, who's talking? Who said that? What? This is weird cut there. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, there's this article from Screen Rant that goes in in depth the w- w- reshoots, the changes that was made and explains what uh, Whedon did and what Snyder did. Here's a couple of the quick bullet points. I'll put listener for you. If you want to check out all these articles that we're referencing, chalkandnerd.com slash 195. Uh, so they said Whedon shot 15 to 20% of the movie. I would argue the it's a lot more. I think he changed a lot more of what they're telling us. Like we said earlier, all of Zack Snyder's Superman was clearly reshot. The one scene at the end where he's talking, he's on the farm, he's talking to Bruce like his lip was normal there. And there was one other scene. Oh, the scene where he's like, where him and Cyborg fall down and he's like, I wish I was dead again. I think that was the other scene where that was not CGI. Those are the only two scenes from what Snyder shot of Superman that were used. Right. Everything else we shot. <laughs> and like we said. You're going to link this article, right? Yes. Uh, and like we cleverly, we deduced, we didn't added the Russian family, no doubt. Uh, we didn't change Wonder Woman's relationship a little bit by amping up like the sexual tension with Bruce and the kind of one-liners back and forth. I didn't like the sexual tension. Yeah, with Bruce. it was. It feel forced. Yeah, I didn't like that. Feel forced. I don't think Wonder Woman needs that. No, no, she doesn't need to be a romantic fucking. I do like. I mean, I thought it was a, a sick burn where he's like, "Did Steve Trevor think that way?" I was like, "Oh shit, you're getting dirty, Bruce." And then he's like, "I'm sorry, I said that." Yeah, but then she fucking pushes him. She fucking pushes him hard. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, the adding the meta awareness, like the opening of the scene where she's fighting, that's a lot like Wonder Woman giving us more of the same. I think that was a lot of weed in. Here, wait, one more thing. Yeah. I know we're, we're in the reshoots, but yeah. it just crossed my yeah, mind. Yeah. I want to say it. Yes. Batman feels really unnecessary for the team. Like he, she's the leader. Well, he, I mean, he doesn't have much to add. Well, he's got vehicles. He, he's got he the vehicle, but the he, it always gets destroyed. He, it doesn't seem like he's the the smartest guy in the room. No, because he it, doesn't. He doesn't have any contingencies or anything going on. I don't know. It didn't feel like he was in control of the situation. Which, as the only guy that's not super powered, he should be the most controlled. He had the, the contingency. He had the big guns. It was Lois Lane. No, no, I'm talking about ah. contingencies for Steppenwolf. I'm talking about contingencies for just everything. Like he never had anything. His master plan was to kill himself. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's a good point. He just went in there guns blazing. And they're like, what are you doing? This is no, dumb. He went in with the, the, the siren and it was like, all right, I'm just going to die. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He never did my turn either. There was all. The, yeah, the, there was a the lot. trailer where he's like, my turn. Yeah. He gets in the tank well, and he's like, that, so that's the other stuff that bothered me was like both of his cool uh, new vehicles are fucking completely destroyed. And then there was that weird part where Cyborg is taking him out of the tunnel and then he just leaves and, and Barry's like, did he just bail? And then it cuts and like, they're all in the back cave. I was like, what, what, wait, what happened? <laughs> What's going on? I don't, I don't remember that specific scene. <laughs> uh, we didn't back to the reshoots. Of course, we didn't added, you know, a lot of the jokes uh, is, was the Joss Whedon. So if you look at the, Are you going to read all of this. Look, here's what, here's the, read st- all of this. Well, look, the stuff that was cut out of the trailers is obvious. If you look at, you know, what's weird. Here's what's weird. The flashback scenes that look like they're the, the cyborg flashbacks where he's in college, where he's playing football, college football. 
Wasn't some of that also supposed to be in BVS originally? Like, wasn't that in one of the trailers for BVS? I don't remember. And then it wasn't used. I don't remember. It wasn't used there. But there's so many things you could see what they cut out from comparing the trailers. Well, it's because they've had two years of this and they've released so many trailers. It's, you know, it's nighttime in one trailer. It's red in another time. There's one where Aquaman catches his trident. That's not in there. We've talked about the Alfred scene, the big button scene on the trailer where you're like, ooh, who's that? You're never going to find out because it's not in there. William, William Defoe is yeah, completely Volko cut out. and Iris West are supposed to be in there. Lex Luthor was also cut out, except he's in the end. And the the, uh, the Alfred thing. But that's a lot of shit. There's war. There's you got to read this article. Yeah, yeah. There's they, so they much. They put it out. out. The, the league. More, more than that would, would seem to be normal for yeah. a, a film. Yeah, it's. I mean, this movie got completely. Changed. I mean, the movie. It's it's pretty obvious that this movie, like you just said, tonally and plot wise, got changed so much. Yeah, it's a unique situation because they were filming this movie when BVS was coming out. Yep. yep. So they had a plan. Yep. Then they pivoted very hard yep. once BVS once the reaction to BVS came out, and then they had to pivot even more once the tragedy happened to Zack Snyder. So then you you just have a mismatch of different tones and different um, ideas coming together for this film. It's them cutting their losses and saying, look, we just got to put out a fucking mediocre shitty movie as opposed to a movie that's going to make people mad. And, and that's it. We'll wash your hands. We'll move on. Yeah. Uh, and that's what we got. What do you think was the original Superman story that they cut out so much of? <sighs> do you think it was just evil? Superman was evil. Like, do you think that Batman resurrected him? Do you think that uh, everything oh, man, went down so in that? Say. It's hard. It's hard to cobble together. I mean, was Alfred talking to Superman in that that button scene that didn't make it in? I was. I here's my thought. I don't Just think he was quick, supposed to be introduced like right in the middle. Like no, that. no. My, the quick theory I have is he comes in, saves the day um, because he's Superman, but then he is just a wild card and fucking leaves. Like he's yeah, not part yeah. of the team. Yes. Like he, he is like emo. As he's fuck. changed. He's pissed. He's pissed that humans have killed him. Yes. Or that he died for yes. humanity and no yes. one gives a fuck. Yes. And he is, he's going to save the day, but he is not with the team. Like, do you think that my, my thoughts were like that they went to maybe Batman wanted to go dig him up and then he wasn't there. He'd already, he was already gone. Yeah. 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 He was already just fucking long gone. Yeah. And then he just, they have to convince him to come back. He's like, look, I'm dead. I'm not doing this shit anymore. I'm taking off. I don't know what the fuck to do. I just want to be left alone. Or that yeah. he's so evil. Like he, he wants to take out Steppenwolf to be like the main bad guy. And uh, it's clear that Batman uses him as like a, like, or not uses him, but is like, he'll come around. Like he'll, he'll eventually, it's almost one of those where it's like, the Hulk in Avengers. Where yeah, he lets him go. That, they let him yeah, go, but they're no. like, he'll come back. That whole farm scene was also reminiscent of Avengers a little bit. Oh yeah, uh, that. I mean the 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 part where Batman is like, "Hey, I bought the bank." Yes, and yes. then they're walking together. That's yes. very reminiscent of Avengers: Age of Ultron, yes. where Cap and and Iron Man and Thor are walking together, just talking. Yeah, yeah, being buddies. Like it's that it's so cool. It's so it's, the, it's all stuff that's been aped yes. from Marvel films. But and a lot of it he aped himself. It just <laughs> recycle bits and put other heroes in there. And uh and then and that makes everybody happy. Ugh. Safe movie. Yeah. I would safe. like to very see safe the Snyder sanitized. cut. I would like to see it. I kinda yeah, would that, too. that's odd for me to say, but yeah. I, I agree. I'd I I like to see that. Because the extended cut of BVS is actually better. Yeah. 
And uh, if they just cut all those dreams out, you'd be even better. I want to see Zack Snyder's cut because I just want to see how fucking deranged he is and how much he really wanted to fuck with people. I'm also like really curious to see how fucking crazy like his vision. Clearly, this was not his vision. His vision. He, did he not clearly get has a vision of yeah. what he wanted yeah. to yeah. accomplish. Yeah. Yeah. I want to know where he wanted to and, end it and what how he views Superman, yes. which is not very well. <laughs> yes. And I. And I just want to see that train wreck. There was something leading up from the the, the 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 nightmare dream within a dream in BVS. Like he had some kind of idea to lead Bruce to or lead Clark to be evil. And like well, he not only had this, they just changed. He it. was also gonna. He was also contracted or was supposed to do Justice League Part Two. It was supposed to be a two part. Yes. So he had a lot. He had like knowing him, he probably had five and a half to six hours of of goofy shit that he was gonna of plan. Ideas, boy. Wow. Lots of slow-mo, yeah. lots of shit that makes no we fucking sense. would have hated it just as much as this movie, but it would <laughs> be, at least it would be, it would be a, an artistic vision. That's the one thing about this. I, I think I would have hated it more. He, at, oh, yeah. At least he <laughs> elicits a reaction, whereas this movie, it just lays there and really... Because what just they like, did was that they cut this movie down to, like, bare bones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, the, yeah. and there's not any, there's nothing, there's, like, no meat. To it, which they is just, they, they checked all the boxes. They, yeah, and they uh, they just give us a nice, safe movie. In one way, maybe enhances a convoluted plot that was original, but in, on the other hand, it's just it becomes mindless a little bit. And you, you ask the question, where do they go from here? Or like, yeah. can't well, you know, is this kind of the springboard? Yeah. <laughs> Someone else asked me that, yeah. and I was like, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really, I don't feel like excited to see any more DCEU films, but I'm not mad. Well, look, let's do this. Let's rank, let's rank the movie. Let's rank it, in, mean, rank the, it? in the DCEU movies. Are we going to give it a score? And we'll give it a score. I, lo- I love when you give scores, Imran, because they're so terrible. My scores are all wacky, and I'm going to probably fuck this up, too. <laughs> yeah. Rank it in the DCEU? Yeah. Out of the five. I would say, I would have it like right there with Man of Steel, maybe. I, I, two, three, maybe two, you know, two or three. I'd have to, if I'd flip flop every day on that. Yeah. Um, Wonder Woman's clearly the best. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then a, a, a score, I'd go like five, five and point two. <laughs> I have to, it's just that movie to redo all my scores. Uh, I would go. So for DCE rank for me, Wonder Woman, number one, then, uh, shit, I almost put Man of Steel a little bit higher than this because at least it's about something. It makes you feel something. Well, it is a movie. It's a movie and it's a solo. And I think their solo offerings are way stronger than their team offerings. So it goes like this. Wonder Woman, Man of Steel, Justice League, just above Suicide Squad, and then BVS at the bottom. That's what Which BVS you've also ranked a seven. Well, I'm going to change that. <laughs> I'm going to redo that. Okay, so number-wise, here, I'm redoing my score for BVS. Uh, no, no, don't, I don't want to hear your BVS. Score. Okay. What's their Justice League score? Fuck. Uh, like, a, I want to say like a six, five and a half, six. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Rugs. I'm right there with you guys. I, I, I'll i give it a 6.2. I'll edge it out a little bit. Okay. Um, Because, as I said, I thought it was a thrill to see all these guys up on screen uh, I really did enjoy the the tone of the movie because it took it seriously, but it had enough comic relief where, like, I mean, it started to get annoying with Flash a yeah, little bit. Yeah. But like, for the most part, the comic relief was was okay. It wasn't too much. It was just enough to like lighten the mood a little bit and then keep things going. So uh, the tone was great. Uh, 
and uh, I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed seeing everybody on, on screen. Uh, I did think there was a couple of decent scenes that were entertaining. Uh, it was a short movie. It moved really quick, so it didn't have time for me to check my watch or right. get bored. I thought it didn't drag. It didn't. Yeah. yeah. So, and I, it, I never was like, "What the fuck am I watching?" Like I knew right. exactly what right. the story was going to unfold to to a fault. Yeah, it was like yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was like it was very bare bones. Yeah. There's not a lot to hate in this movie as far as no. as far as like things. Just that Superman. If that Superman uh, lip thing wasn't happening, yeah. <laughs> it would probably. I'd probably even bump it up to like a six point five or I, almost a seven. I agree. That unnecessarily bogs because the it movie makes down. you notice yes. Yes. That, that that there's shenanigans going yep. on. Yep, and they can't- I actually think this movie, if it would have come out before Marvel got big and hot, yeah, I, I think it. Plenty of people have been very satisfied. You know what's funny about you saying that? It reminds me of like the early Marvel movies where they're still kind of figuring out what they were doing a little bit. Like the early it, shittier movies, like you said, like it Thor feels Dark like yeah. it feels like to me, if I had to compare it to an early um, superhero film, it feels like an X-Men 2 where everyone ah. was like, man, X-Men 2. That's this is the shit, man. This movie's awesome. And then you look back on it, and you're like, man, this movie didn't age very uh, really, well. I see. I still think X Men Two will be better than this movie. I don't know. I gotta watch oh, that. Script wise, yeah, better. it's a script wise better. I gotta watch that again. You gotta watch X Men Two yeah. again, man. It's not. Does that it ain't hold that shit. up? It ain't that good. Jeez. It ain't uh, that good. good stuff. Uh, okay, everyone gave their score. Uh, yeah, this, uh, well, it just amounts to this is like a very expensive straight to DVD movie, B movie. That's what it is. That's what I think it is. Yeah, it's just it's just weird that that this is the movie. This is the Justice League. Movie. <laughs> yes, this it's very one. strange because it's like okay, like they're all fighting a guy with horns and an axe. Yeah, and uh, that's that's it. That's, that's the big it. that's the big bad. And and, that, and, and but that's, and all they got to do is take three boxes and put them together, and, and everything's them fine. You got to pull the boxes apart. There fine. wasn't even any kind of like weird thing that has to happen. There wasn't any kind of like well huge hurdle for them to overcome There's no, like, like twist but that's the other problem but, like, but even even the the pulling the boxes apart <laughs> yes is is it's avengers it's it's black widow taking the spear yeah. and closing yeah. the port yeah it's the same just, it's just the same random thing yeah just not as like earned or i don't know well, no, it's just the same thing it's the same thing. We, we saw the same film we really have seen all of these things before but <laughs> it's so it's such it's such a weird movie because of everything that leading up to it and 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 the situation yeah, around it, sure. like you cannot watch this in a bubble. Like if you watch this in a bubble, you didn't know any of these things. You'd really enjoy it. It'd be entertaining. Uh, I got a couple of news leaks here. Uh, rumors they're already looking at Jake Gyllenhaal if uh, Affleck does not want to be the Batman, which I think they should recast him for the solo movie because clearly I don't I don't think he wants to do this anymore. I think he's, he even says in the movie, he was like, oh, I'm getting too old for this now, where she's like, how long can you keep doing this? And I thought he's talking about, you know, his career being Batman. I, I think you, you have one more. You'll get one more out of him. Really? In a, think, a solo think, Batman movie? I think you'll get the solo mm, film. Mm. Uh, they re, then, then recast him? I don't know. You know, well, that's why they got Flashpoint, man. Well, okay. So let's talk about here real quick. Here's what's next for the DCEU. Here are the movies that have actual release dates. That are allegedly in production, all right? Next year, we're getting- Well, Aquaman is in production. Yeah, and I think it's, it's done production. Next year, we're getting one movie, and we got to wait almost a year, over a year for it. Aquaman, December 21st, 
2018, late in the year. So the next DCEU movie isn't for over a year. Following year, on my birthday, April 5th, 2019, Shazam! Uh, with Zachary Levi, and uh, they the cast Rock. the kid. I don't know if Black Adam's going to be in it. as uh, oh, I, Dude, they have to have The Rock in it. They got to By the way, him. side note, yeah. that movie Rampage, you see the trailer I saw for the trailer for Rampage. I kind of, I'm like, I'm, like, I'm kind of in on but this. But it's like, it's like San Andreas. It's every Rock movie with a giant white monkey and a big yeah, wolf. Yeah, but that move, that's a video game I yes, played. Yes, I remember child. playing yeah. uh, Rampage. There's supposed to be a dinosaur, too. I thought there was going to be a dinosaur. It's no, a crocodile. It's a crocodile. You know what else took me out of this movie that you just mentioned? There's shots in Chicago in, in Rampage. Uh, Metro- Chicago is all is Metropolis. Yeah, I saw that, and and it's also Gotham in the Christopher Nolan movies. They love Chicago. It's kind of cool, but uh, it's a hard to look at it as Metropolis. So I'm like, oh, it's Chicago because they got the vagina building, very evident in the background. The vagina, yeah, you know the, the vagina, vagina building. building. Yeah, from oh, yeah. Uh, Adventures in Babysitting. Uh, Wonder Woman two. Check this out. It was going to come out December thirteenth, twenty nineteen. They moved the date up six weeks. To November 1st, 2019. So we're getting two movies in 2019, and that is to steer clear of Star Wars Episode Nine. It's pretty smart. That's scheduled smart December move. 20th, 2019. Cyborg has a release date, April 3rd, 2020. Oh, wow. They're doing a Cyborg. Green film. Lantern Corps is the last movie that has a date, July 24th, 2020. Oh, man. How long do these contracts last? That's four years, three, four okay, years from now. But that's four years from now. But. Here's everything in development. This is the most ridiculous list ever. These are all movies that are up in the air. Justice League Dark, Flashpoint, Justice League 2, Man of Steel 2, Suicide Squad 2, The Joker Harley Movie, Gotham City Sirens, Black Adam, Nightwing, Batgirl, The Batman Solo Movie, The Joker Origin Movie, A Deadshot Movie, A Deathstroke Movie, and A Lobo Movie. Oh, shit. That's 20 movies, five of which have dates. And 15 in development. Are mm. any of those going to get made? No. I don't know. Black Adam, you got no. The Rock. I don't Black know. Girl, we got to see. Like, this, this movie, uh, Wonder Woman's definitely going to get a sequel. Yes. That's um, done. Yeah. That's happening. That's Wonder Woman's happen. coming out. Aquaman's coming out. Shazam's, Shazam's coming out. out. Yeah. So, you know, this leads me to just think that uh, they're, again, they should just make these fucking solo movies. The solo movies are actually the stronger movies out of the bunch. Why didn't they just do solo movies first? Fucking do the same thing. Yeah. Just slightly connect them. This forced shared universe maybe was not necessary. Okay, well, here's one thing I'll say that in positive light. This movie doesn't piss me off at all, yeah. really. Yeah. And it leaves the characters all in a place where you could do some decent stuff. Yeah. Yes. 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 So it does. It it doesn't ruin. Like after Batman versus Superman, I'm like, man, you really fucked with Superman. Yes. You character. almost completely ruined Superman. Yes. You made Batman a killing asshole. Like they didn't do that in this film. They left it where like any director can come in and kind of just do whatever he wants. So again, the movie did what whatever it, she what wants. it needed to do. Was leave it at that spot and, yeah, and sweep it, away the Snyder. Yeah, it did. It did balance the scales a little bit yeah. in their favor. Now to watch the Punisher, which just came out today, and, and uh, I was kind of watching. Did you watch anything? No, of it yet? I wanted to get up early and watch an episode. I, I, I fucking, I'm not good in the morning, so I didn't. So now I got to edit this show. I may watch the first episode tonight after we're done here. I might do it too. Yeah, I'm probably watching. Uh, early, re- I heard uh, some mixed reviews, but mostly positive reviews. So should be interesting. Yeah. Uh, all right, closing out the show here, guys. 
I got some feedback from our listeners. Uh, from the Facebook group, a couple of reactions of Justice League from our fav- some of our favorite listeners. Wes Cranford, the Yank from Down Under, he says, okay, just saw Justice League. And you know what? Very enjoyable. They got the tone of JL right. Villain could have been better, but it was good fun. I say they're on the right track. Don't know if it's open in states yet, so that's all I'm going to say. I think everyone will be pleased. Yes, Rugboy, there are a lot of criticisms, but I'm just happy it wasn't shit. See? He's right. Yeah, that's pretty much what we thought. Yes. Uh, Chocolate Tane. Tane Reese wrote, simply to say, I watched it yesterday. I was underwhelmed, to say the least. Tane's not a fan. Fair criticism, Also, Joe Henry. Super patron Joe Henry. You've heard him on the show, listener. He posted, I just saw Justice League, and I really enjoyed it. The critics are almost always wrong when it comes to superhero movies. My only minor complaint is Aquaman. Steppenwolf's characterization needed a little bit more development. An extra 20 minutes could have been used in that regard, but all in all, it's very entertaining. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's all good. Can't argue any with that. And then finally, I have a nice, meaty email. Holy shit. From uh, our listener and Patreon supporter... Bosco Gabriel, Gabriel Bosco. Tell us, tell the listener why you're reading. I'm going to read all of it because Bosco gives us money. nerd. Listener, if you want me to read your email, you give us money, you send it in. I will read all of it. It's the least I can do. Now, whether his name is Gabriel Bosco, Bosco Gabriel, all of this is cleared up in this email. He writes, hey, guys of Jock and Nerd, it's Bosco. Hadn't gotten to listen in a while, but finally caught up, and it was so awesome getting a shout-out from you guys. I really love your podcast from Imrod's Craziness. Nice. Imrod. Imrod. That's a good one. Uh, Imrod's Craziness to Anthony's Laxness, and even Rugboy's sometime deep, sometimes crude opinion. Jocktastic. I wanted to clarify, my name is Gabriel Bosco, but freshman year of high school, on the soccer team, there were two upperclassmen named Gabe on the team, Already, so they called me Bosco, and it's stuck ever since. Luckily, the late adoption of the name Bosco allowed me to bypass any of the childish teasing you all thought I may have had to endure growing up, and instead, it's actually a very helpful name to be able to use when I'm freestyling, rapping with my friends. He freestyles. Shockingly, though, and this one catches a lot of people, despite sharing the name of the original chocolate syrup, there is no relation there. And to top it off, I don't even like chocolate. Oh, shit. Hey, Bosco, I I don't like chocolate Fuck either. Fuck you guys. Whoa. Chocolate is the yeah. best. You guys are- Chocolate Whoa. sucks I, dick. I, I, I disagree. I will fucking fuck a chocolate cupcake like it's nobody's uh, business. Yeah, I'll eat me some chocolate. Oh, that all, is why you're in the shape you're I'm in there, Imran. What? <laughs> yes, round and cuddly. Uh, I'm all that's up why I have the, no teeth. That, that, right. that, that's <laughs> chocolate ass. I tap that chocolate ass. Anyways, I've been listening for a couple months now, and I'm proud to finally be a Patreon supporter. Thank you, Bosco. I always have something that I want to write and discuss with you guys, because for the most part, I tend to agree with your thoughts and have little things to add here and there. Although there's tons I want to say from past weeks. I just saw Thor before listening to this week's podcast, so I'll just say a little something about that. I agree. This movie is awesome and fun, but feels a little out of place. I think we all agree the movie is good, but doesn't really hit home for all of us MCU fanatics who are shaking in their seats, waiting for this 10-year-long story arc climax to come in Infinity War. I think Thor may get a bit of a bad rap because we expect something so much more epic from huge characters like Thor and Hulk than we do characters like Ant-Man and the Guardians, who were set up from the beginning as a funny buddy group. Although I feel like the humor was a lot better here than it was in Guardians 2. Unlike you guys, I was laughing out loud in the theater, although I was pretty stoned. Hell, <laughs> a lot. You know what? I was yeah, that, that that really fucking helps. I was lit too, and I was not laughing that hard. So sometimes it's yeah, but you took the you took the stuff that calms you down. I took the I took the indica, not the sativa. There was no balance of that comedy with some tragedy, as you guys mentioned. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two has hard hitting moments like Yandu's funeral and Thor 
almost has these moments too. However, they are lost in unnecessary comedy. I feel like the movie is almost ruined at the end when they're watching Asgard be destroyed and the rock guy is standing there cracking a joke. Like, what the fuck? Too soon in my taste. Other than that, I think that movie is great. Just poor timing for an awesome but somewhat irrelevant movie. All the stuff in it should have felt like a part of something bigger got overshadowed by the light feel of this movie. And it's just hard to actually place this movie in the Marvel Universe as more than just filler for why Hulk and Thor were in Civil War. Sorry about the rant, but just wanted to get that off my mind. Thank you guys for what you do. I really enjoy the podcast. I wish you did more than one a week because there's so much to talk about. Looking forward, we used to, buddy. We used we to. We used to. Looking forward to the next Game of Thrones review. I started watching the week before you did your first review and probably finished it faster than Anthony. But with another year and a half till the final season, I'll take his advice and give it a second slower watch through. My other friend also mentioned it has amazing rewatch value. So again, thank you guys. Looking forward to your next episode and being in touch. Your fan, Bosco, the Jew from Moscow who works at Costco but doesn't like locks, bro. Talking nerd. Well, well done, Bosco. He doesn't like locks or chocolate. You read like the, that like the cheesiest motherfucker ever. It's <laughs> a great line. Dude, thanks for writing in. And, uh, you know, Anthony and I were talking before the show. Maybe we'll do more on the Patreon for you guys because if I didn't have a job I would do a fucking daily show I'd give you a four. yeah if we could do this for a living I would, you know I'd give you four hours a day you motherfuckers easily yeah. like there's so much to talk about so we gotta catch up on a lot of news in the upcoming weeks we gotta get to Game of Thrones season 6 so I can watch season 7 and we review 7 uh, but we've just been doing these reviews and kind of putting the news on the back burner I can't wait. We got more reviews coming. So subscribe. Punisher's out. Like I said, we'll do Star Wars. Uh, there's lots of lots of shit. Oh, yeah. Star oh, yeah. Wars. What's the ETA for Punisher to be finished being watched? Look, I, next week. Two, three weeks. Yeah, take a couple weeks because we got Thanksgiving next week. Everyone's schedules are weird. It's going to take a while. So it won't be our next show. I think we'll do Game of Thrones. But following that, probably Punisher review. So I'm excited to watch it. I'm just going to binge the fuck out of it. And uh, let look right in. Let us know your thoughts on the Punisher, on Justice League, on Thor. We'd love to hear from you and read it. Rugs, where can the people find you online? You can find me online at Really Rugboy on Twitters. Yahoo! Uh, and there, I'm on a couple other shows. Listener, if you're new and you have not heard me mention this in past you shows, whore. I'm gonna whore myself out. Uh, check out uh, Trivia Geeks Live, very fun game show I host, and sketching comedy. We're talking about artists and comics while we're dry, driving, driving, drawing. Wow. I should do a driving podcast live. That would be great. And no, don't do very that. dangerous. Uh, sketching comedy, trivia geeks live links in the show notes. Thanks for listening. Subscribe. And of course, tell a friend, spread the word very quietly. Whisper to your buddy. Word of mouth is the best way to spread the geekery listener. We appreciate you listening each and every week to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the Jock. He's a nerd. We'll catch you next time. Whoa, this is long. <laughs> is it brown also? Why? Is it brown? It's brown and long. What is this? Not Imran's penis. The end of it is sticky, but it's smooth on one side. Why is it two colors? It looks like a hairy snack. Gun. <laughs> <laughs>